Okay, everybody. You want a reason to raise your glass? Let me tell you a little story about the BFGs. Hello and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin... And I, Devin, Cody am a 5th edition game of... Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Woo! Oh, wow! <laughs> Cadkins <laughs> is uh, back at the table again. Yay! And there was much rejoicing. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> But if you haven't heard about, join us in June with Ray of Sunshine, Katie Downey, Ellie Collins, Lauren Urban, and Lucia Versprilli. She leads them on a hunt through the Velvet Lodge. Be sure to follow us at Elder Eye Int across all social media platforms to learn more as things slowly get revealed. And if you missed it, please be sure to tune in to Intermission with a teaser trailer. Um, hey everyone, at the table at least, sorry upstairs crew. Um, there's a character sheet of level one adventurer from uh, one of the many uh, that are included in the Beetle and Grimm campaign boxes. These specifically are chosen from the Waterdeep Silver Edition. Um, but on your first mission, to retrieve a magical item from some old spire, you all find yourselves wandering across a rocky, dry desert terrain. You haven't seen water in four days. The sun is ever-pressing and deadly, your skin dry and salty as the heat wicks away any moisture from your body. A soft tremble causes the ground to shake. A small earthquake, nothing unheard of in these parts, but still concerning as it could cause a rock slide to come cascading down from one of the eroding pillars of red earth, reaching up from the ground like witches' fingers trying to grasp at the sky. Suddenly, a purple worm erupts from the ground. Everyone make deck saves. Oh my god. 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 Oh. Wait. Right what? <laughs> We're starting off good. We're starting off good. I, deck save? Yep. We believe in you up there. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. Oh, oh. This is much better than V. Mm. Mm. Uh-oh. Wait. <laughs> All right. I didn't, I didn't choose spells. <laughs> nope. It's fine. What was your deck save? Um, 18. 18. Okay. Definitely oh. not Seisha. Five. Five. <laughs> 15. 15. Two. Two. Yeah, Sadly, everyone uh, but uh, Seisha's new character um, is instantly swallowed up by this purple oh, worm. Yeah, this yeah. causes all of the rocks to shake and fall. Make another deck save. Oh, God. All of us no, are No, just, just her. You're all oh. dead. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, 14. 14. Sorry, rocks fall. Now everyone dies. I, I, as the rocks were falling, I was giving into my character flaw and pulling out a book and writing notes about what was happening, which is my character flaw. Where is my character flaw? I feel targeted. Rip Gorley pins Oh, what the hell? I'm trusting. <laughs> Particularly of nobles. If you want to see a one our version of this style of level one adventures against impossible and extremely deadly odds type of game, but with even more shenanigans and hilarity, and you just so happen to find yourself in the Burbank area of California, you can watch the Beetle and Grimm guys, including Matthew Lillard, and a few celebrity guests play Faster, Purple Worm, 
kill, kill, kill. Three times every day until May 12th. You can find the link to the event uh, and tickets on their website at beetleandgrims.com. Also, go get your copy of the limited edition boxes so you can immersively enhance your game, whether it be as written or intended or for pure chaos and shenanigan fun. Heck yeah. It's, it's a really fun show. They did they streamed it once before and it is hilarious. So big recommend. Do you have something with it? Oh yeah, shoot, yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. you have like something you want to say to the group? The class. The class? I do. I am very uh-huh. disappointed in all of you. What? Oh, oh shit. All of you. Didn't lie. <laughs> y'all y'all have used the same dice. Well, actually, no, you're okay. You're okay. I'm okay because I'm using hers. No, that's not okay. No. You've got to have your own oh, dice. They're at home. Why? Oh my God. Okay, so here's the thing about Die Hard Dice. Oh my God. I always oh. have extra Die Hard Dice on me because that's not Die Hard. You never know <laughs> when someone is going this to be in a, a situation where they this don't. Is not a bit. You don't have dice. Right now. You don't get to keep them. For today. Okay. But yeah, so you could carry extra sets on you because they're so affordable that if, say, randomly a game started up, you could outfit everybody with a set of dice. I'm not saying that's what I have in my purse, but I am saying that's what I have in I my purse. Golly gee, if I had a dollar for every time I went somewhere and needed dice for an impromptu game of D&D, I'd be, I'd have five dollars. <laughs> that's right, little Katie, you would. <laughs> Go to dieharddice.com, use code D4BFFs. D4BFFs or D4BFGS to get 10% off your order, help promote the show, and be ready for when little Katie needs a hand. Maybe it'll be $6 soon. (laughs) So anyway... Speaking of little Katie, I'm sure one of these was named Katie, but if you head on over to dndbeyond.com, you can check out uh, the new specialty thing for Extra Life called Misplaced Monsters. They are monsters that were imagined, described, and drawn by kids that were then created into actual full monsters that you can use in your campaign. So if you head on over, you can see the original artwork from the kids as well as the full monsters and pick that up and support Extra Life, which is a wonderful cause. Um, So yeah, head on over. Uh, They have an article that fully explains what Extra Life does and shows these new monsters to you. And some of them are super cool. I personally prefer the kitten with the fire wings and unicorn horn. So yeah, go on over to dndbeyond.com and pick up your misplaced monsters for extra life. I would like to request my next mount. (laughs) (coughs) It sounds like a tressum, but more special. Like a tressum and a amirage. Oh, just wait till you see the the big uh, green lion that is just... He's majestic. He's a dwarven delight. Majestic (laughs) AF? Yeah. Behold! Kevin coming to you live from the man cave. 
my base of operations, where everything I do is even more powerful with all the magics I have available to me in the Eldritch Foundry. But what's this? Inside my base, there's even more bases! Yes, 44 more bases for your miniatures! Any sort of base you can want for any sort of design. Yes, you nod your head, you know that was a good trick. I got there, I got there, we got there together. Eldritch Foundry is the best place to get your miniatures for any kind of game you have available to you, whether that's sci-fi, fantasy, or anything in between. And now you have bases to match that amazing dichotomy of games you could be playing right now. Elgin Kevin makes all sorts of bases for you. Perhaps you want Brick. Perhaps you want Sci-Fi Gladys. Perhaps you want, uh, what do you want? Skulls, I'll probably have it there. You check yourself, 44 new bases that you can possibly have. Elden Kevin's always thinking of something new to put in there, and also the people that work at the actual company that I'm barely affiliated with. Yes, they have it for you. To put in the hashtag Eldritch into the chat for your chance to win your own Eldritch Party Miniature with one of 44 new bases or the old bases. So many bases available for you here in the man cave. Or you can put in D4D and D to get 15% off your own Eldritch Party Miniature. Yes, you can do that. Elden Kevin allows that from inside the man cave. Hey, Elden Kevin? Yes? All your base are belong to me. Nope! <laughs> <laughs> For the mind mouth! <laughs> nope! Hello. Oh no. Welcome to the running. You have until Monday, May 15th at 12 p.m. Pacific time to complete the running. What is that? What is that as far as Al Champions of the Forgotten Realms is concerned? Well, one day a young elven wizard is on a pilgrimage to the grandfather tree and she has hired the champions to escort her. The wizard has foreseen an acorn falling from the tree, an extraordinary and truly rare occurrence. She hopes to to collect the holy relic to take to Silvery Moon. Yet, as the party ventures forth, the very force itself resists them, while elves from the Feywild and the Underdark seek to claim the acorn for themselves. As previously mentioned in D4 Ads episodes, uh, The Running Six introduces Nixie, who has a long history of breaking generational spells um, by burning everyone alive. Um, You know, the tiefling sorcerer from Deerstalker Pictures One for All. But also, the running six brings back Dungeon Master, the human wizard from the 1980s Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, as well as Shaka, the tiefling warlock from Rivals of Waterdeep. And as I said, you have until Monday, May 15th, 12 p.m. Pacific, to complete their The Running Six. To unlock. Unlock all of the objectives. And you can also use our code right below us to get more loot to help you in this endeavor of the running. The most ominous title they could have given this very specific event. So there you have it. Yeah. If someone had muted our stream and just saw everybody pointing down, they'd be like, what is happening over there? (laughs) And if you like everything we do here and you want to support us out in the real world, I don't know, silly idea. Yeah. (laughs) You can head over to d4dndrpg.com and 
get up a get a whole host of cool items. They're cool. Just go look at them. I promise. Uh, I like it. Go. Bye. Without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. Got Akira out. And we're back. Last time on Ashes of Splendor. The group awoke and all joined for the soup kitchen. Style breakfast as a line of refugees joined them, waiting for their share. After a while of just taking a breather and getting to see where everyone's headspace was, they filled Karina in on the discussions they had with Davil about Voss, the field ward, the future of Nim, and what their plans were moving forward. Amongst their discussions, Seisha brought up an idea to speak to Mama Uwe about orchestrating a dream walk within the mind of George Forsworn as she believes upon insight of how he acted at their last meeting that they may be able to learn about his past, what happened to him, and use that as a way to possibly have him fight against his domination. Harold also proposes his idea of letting Manchu know that the Red Wing still exists and is planning to return, maybe even allied with the Field Ward. Also alluding to the plan of letting the city know the reason the blood spawn of Baal exists is because Manchun's deal with the Rose. The group then discussed the list of possibilities as to why Anti-Agnes would turn Shothragot back upon the city of Waterdeep. Ruling out most possibilities, they are left with only the sinking feeling that there is something important still here in the City of Splendors. Knowing that they are pressed for time in a city that is on the verge of imploding, and the party being the prime targets, they choose to implement the buddy system, once again for safety. And then nearly immediately forgetting about the rule, (laughs) (laughs) Vinley breaks off to find Aiden Ozul, but Karina tags along. While they are away, they... (laughs) touch on Karina's past and how it is echoing in this world. However, in their search for the egotistical, egotistical, (laughs) not wrong, Um, egotistical necromancer uh, in this Freudian slip, they are met by the black staff Vajra Safar. (laughs) (laughs) That was smooth, that was smooh right there. Egotistical vocabulary. Forever. Uh, they all gather once more to discover Vajra feeling unworthy of her title feels responsible for the fall of Waterdeep and the loss of so many citizens. They also learn that in her attempt to banish the creature known as Shathragat, she channeled all the magic left in the staff, but caused it to break, cutting her connection from the former Blackstaffs and the walking statues. She also warns them of something dark and ominous bubbling up from the depths of Undermountain cutting the refugees' timetable down in a series of questions and references of knowledge the BFGs have obtained along the way, they realize that there is possibly the living gate itself being used to summon Ganadar onto Toril lies within the Fadark deep in the bowels of Undermountain of Waterdeep. The Blackstaff leaves to inform the Resurgence Coalition, calling themselves the Order of Staves and Steel, led by Laurel Silverhand and a few of the BFGs' friends. Seisha lets the party know that she had sent a letter to Voss in order to meet up and had received a response saying to meet him at an amphitheater in the field ward at dusk and that he was looking forward to seeing them. With the light dying, they all head through the sewers and walk into the field ward where they are surprisingly expected. Following 
the crowd, they come to an amphitheater built out of the remnants of a condemned building where a large crowd gathered to hear a sermon conducted by Voss, who now walks with a cane and wears an eye patch from where Zaraj tried to assassinate him. Voss, upon seeing his old compatriots, welcomes them onto the stage to give understanding as to why they had to leave in the fall of Waterdeep and to address the common masses on how they are fixing the problems the world faces. After their speech, he speaks with them in private, first as a group and then individually. In these conversations, they learn that the automatons are reforged souls and machine from those that were either too sick, too infirmed, or too injured beyond healing to protect the ones they cared about. It is also learned that this is a choice and not forced by Voss or his constituents. In an attempt to speak with their maker, Voss concludes that it would only be possible to speak with Nim once the evil mage Manshun was slain and removed from the position of power that, that is Waterdeep. He speaks privately with Harold and scolds him on being the one that should be this ward's leader. But in the end, they find camaraderie in understanding what it is to lose things, but still fight for what you believe is right. In, this com in his conversation with Seisha, they reminisce about their past and Voss apologizes for not being what she needed, but is proud of who she has become and promises that if they both survive, he will try to be the man she loves. Petunia, before leaving, sends Voss a letter that proves his vision and hubris will only repeat the patterns of the world and its nature of those that chose to abuse power. Instead of keeping the note, Voss burns it instead. The party then leaves, with Seisha staying behind in the field ward to gather information about what happened in their absence and their genuine views on their new savior, Voss. And although quiet the entire time within the field ward, upon returning to the manor, V lashes out in a fit of focused rage before her and Harold speak privately in her room. There they discuss the commonalities of corruption and manipulation she sees in Voss that mirror her father. As Harold consoles her, they agree that Voss must die soon, but they know they can't tell Seisha. The night fades into morning light as the dawn shines upon the City of Splendors on a solemn day known as the Feast of the Moon. It is undetermined how the city will reminisce, but the party knows that at some point this day, much like Voss, Manshun will be giving a speech to the masses at the Field of Triumph. The day is yours to do as you please, and that is where we pick up tonight's story, with Seisha's journey the night before. Okay. <clears throat> you learned quite a bit on your night traversing the field ward, speaking to the citizens, some new, some familiar. Um, we're going to kind of just kind of go down a little bit of just like quick fire role play and, or, or even just like a little bit of like what you learned sure. um, and, and who you talked to, to to gain this information. You first find yourself in what is easily the busiest part of the field ward. It's the hustle and bustle of the area is unlike anything ever conceived of in Waterdeep. The trades ward, there was a lot of, um, you know, movement and... Uh, in wares and stores and things like that in the um the dock ward it was constantly busy even the downtrodden of those that were the fishmongers and stuff like that here it is that whirring of machines you see that they do not stop in the night 
It is probably shifts of people that work either the day shift or the night shift, um, continuing to manufacture things to bring prosperity and wealth and work to this common hold of people. Uh, you see coming in and out is the main export appears to be firearms and ammunition as you smell that black powder that you're used to. But there's also the smell of molten metal and smoke that coats the air. It's very thick here. Um, and you have come to know this as the factory district. And one of the people you run into is an old dwarven man working on... Uh, like boring out uh, the barrel of a long rifle. I ran here because I knew Istrid, and she said we'd be safe here. I like not having to answer to the open lord or the mass lords to sell me wares. But I didn't know anything about the boss until well, that stunt he pulled in the pit. Honestly, struck me as a weird at first. Didn't even know who this Barbaroi bloodmane was. But then kept going going. Istrid kept healing him. I kept taking it. It's weird, but I couldn't turn away. She rattles me. Still, it rattles me to this day. I felt like, like I was watching something religious, like something priests do. I don't know. It's just strange. But uplifting. I don't know. Um, and if you want to give us like an insight for this whole in, uh, encounter throughout the night, you can roll with advantage as to uh, signify multiple insights that you're doing. Uh, I think that's a 30, but let me double check. Okay. <laughs> Just barely. You, you're barely able to read these comments. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, with the dwarf, you get the sense that he was deeply impacted by this seen at the Pennant's Pit, and there's a certain amount of reverence that he feels for it. And the next person you speak to is a young human woman who is um, pouring bullets into a mold. I watched for a little bit, but after a while it just felt sick. Like the work we were doing. I, I like the work we're doing, but honestly, I follow Istrid more than Voss. Having said that, I like the idea of our leader being the one taking punishments for his sins. Felt like the first time I've seen that. Someone openly admitting it and accepting the punishment. Most of the time, nobles and those that ruled the city seem to get off easy. Um, you see this woman is honest. Seems more consumed with the work she's doing than with your questions. Seems to have found purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and the last in this uh, district you actually spend some time talking to is you recognize as a former guildmaster. Um, not someone you actually spent time talking to, but you recognize them from uh, like the trades ward or uh, the southern ward, where all, a lot of the guilds are. I really wasn't interested in it. I mean, I like this Voss guy well enough, uh, but just for establishing a place where we can work, make a living, what he did before, that doesn't matter to me. I only care about the present or the 
future. Um, and that sense is just it's working. Doesn't mm -hmm. care about where you come from. Yeah. Only what you do in your current day. Got it. The okay. steps you take to make those <laughs> yourself and those around you better. Mm -hmm. uh, the overall feeling you get of the uh, factory district is the work consumes people more than whatever Voss did. Um, you also feel that Istrid has a massive amount of influence in this district specifically. Mm -hmm. However, you feel there is a feeling of camaraderie and industry here, even if they are creating weapons of war. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to do, and this doesn't have to uh, be role played out, but uh, <clears throat> do the automatons speak? The automatons. Um, you find out that they do speak. However, most of the automatons are busy, like, warding. Yeah. Uh, you can speak to some people about said automatons. I, I was they hoping... Speak, they just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping to get some of their stories as far as who they were before you this You can get happened. that by talking to other people okay. and learning their stories. And part two is how they feel about what's happened to them, that they are in these metal bodies now. Okay. Um, we'll tell you the stories that you get from other people because mm -hmm. it seems to be a little bit harder to pull these automatons away from what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, what you notice is they seem very diligent and they yep. don't seem to need rest. Mm -hmm. yeah, I will say that you do, even with, especially with the 30, is not a single one of the automatons was forcibly... Okay. put into yeah. the situation. Yeah. Every single one that you speak to, and it's only a couple that you're able to get to stop for a moment of what right. they're doing, um, is it was their choice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, they definitely feel dutiful and uh, purposeful in what second life they, are, they have been given. Okay. Uh, the first person you come across is seems a little off-put by these automatons. That's probably what gathered your attention towards them at first, mm -hmm. is everyone that they looked at, they kind of just shake their head and look away. You feel like there's a little bit of hurt and pain there. Um, and as you begin to speak with them, Nimble right itself is technology, but but harnessing a soul into an automaton, I mean, it feels like the magic and des depossession of soul that he argues against. My grandfather says he no longer feels pain. He's able to fight without fear. It just feels wrong. I mean, but I don't know. From what I've heard of Manchun, I mean, that's somehow the better evil. I don't know. Just kind of get that feeling of not happy. Yeah. That. You yeah the part of yeah the part about this that sticks out the most is the argument that Voss always makes. This seems kind of to be hypocritical. Mm -hmm. Even if the automatons make that choice, mm -hmm. are they still human? Yeah. And then another one you come across. Um, is a young woman 
um, who speaks of her grandmother. And she tells you their story. Um, the grandmother, she was injured in the castle ward. And one of the walking statues walking overhead caused the building to break and fall upon her. We were stuck in there for a couple of days. Her leg was crushed, broken, and believe the pressure was the only thing possibly keeping her alive. We were rescued by a team of heroes that tried to send us into the direction of the yawning portal. But our home and family are here, and we just worked in the city. Anyways, um, we chose to head this way instead. The sepsis from her wound, sadly, was too great to heal, and Boss approached us and offered her a new life. One without disease, without poison, without pain. One where she could fight back and save the city she loved. I was against it at first, unsure if it would rid her of who she was. I don't know these things. It felt cold. But surprisingly, it didn't change her. Her hugs were colder now, but her heart and her mind were still there. One day, a creature made of blood cascaded over the walls. It took out a few in its way, but she was the one that stopped it. She saved a lot of people because of that sacrifice, something I know she wouldn't have been able to do before. And in a way, because of that, I still have my grandmother. So I'm proud of her, and if the time comes where I have to make the same, or could have to make the same choice, I will do it. He has truly given everyone a second chance. Uh, and as you ask around, the main feeling you get with all of this is it's extremely new and almost everyone has varied opinions on it. Mm-hmm. So, but the overall consensus is at this moment in time, most see it as a ne- necessary, as necessary for the safety of their town okay. and where they live. Okay. <clears throat> you can also uh, learn about how people feel about religion, mm-hmm. and how people feel about the penance pit, if you so wished. I would like to learn how they feel about the penance pit. Okay. First, and then religion. Right. Um, you find yourself at the most open section of the field ward. The moonlit sky shines down in the dark upon this pit. Chains hang it's against these pillars look worn and weary in just an open area maybe five to somewhere between five and ten feet deep there's clearly wear and tear and here you'll find a single person leather arm the brand of the bull on his right arm as well of as well as whip marks across his body and with your 
passive insight, not insight, sorry, your passive perception being what it is, you see that the new branding is on top of an old tattoo that looks like a circular with ten spokes. Uh, and as you ask around, at kind of engage conversation, uh, what you learn from him. Yeah, I saw old penis paint. Oh, that Santa got guilt before all that evil shit went down. But even then, I know what it's like to have a guilty conscience. Thought it'd be easy here. Well, at first anyway. But then I saw the boss take that beating. I didn't know who the hell Barbaroy was, but I know the Reforged Ring. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was fucking stupid at first. Who just tells people their crimes and accepts that much punishment? But he just kept getting back up on his feet. He just accepted it quietly. And when they dragged him away, I thought he'd be dead. After it was done, most people just accept him. I thought, well, if they can accept him, maybe they can accept me too. And... Have you found that acceptance? And over time, you can see, learn from this former Xanathar member. He looks at the penance pent with a bit of hope, perhaps feeling that there's a way for anyone's past to be forgiven. Okay. And, um... Are there any religious temples as I'm walking around? Do I see any collections of people of faith or anything of that nature? You will find people of faith, but you notice that there's no, like, grand idols to yeah. any faith. Um, you can find people easily um, speaking about the clerics. A lot of them... Uh, like Vinley, are also doctors and uh, helped heal um, and found kind of being trapped here, but not once yeah. the city fell, but not actually trapped. Yeah. Just kind of like, well, we're here, it's safe. Yeah. So, um, but you do find after everything's said and done, not really in at night, but in the morning the next day as you're uh, there's a spirited debate uh, that you come across as you're walking past the amphitheater. Um, and you see that it is about the state of magic within the city. And you notice that it's not Voss giving the sermon, but it's more so people bringing up their concerns about what they think should be the forward movement. Um, Are they speaking on the stage? There's or? two people on the stage. And okay. think of it as an active debate. Got so it. there is yeah. two podiums. Yeah. One person on one side, the other person on the other, and they're having a debate on yep. the amnesty of magic. Yeah. Uh, one side is claiming amnesty for clerics, while the other despises all of it. And you can hear um, them talking. The boss's hypocrisy must be cult. The cleric controls the entirety of the heart of the field ward, and how do we know her god won't turn on us? The boss's message is tainted so long as the cleric or any cleric is allowed to ply their evil trade within the confines of our land. 
the message cannot be allowed to pollute the minds and ears of our people. There were clerics here before, helping and hearing us out when, cler when, when our cries were deaf to the open Lord and the masked evil of this place. I say let it depend upon the cleric's god. Istrid's god is one of commerce and money, not a delivery or, or fey, of, of devilry or fey worship. And many cleric gods actually support the boss's manifesto. I say we keep an open mind towards them and them alone. Um, and then the debate between these two sides continues, and it is raucous and loud, but never violent. And you see that the crowd kind of wavers and ebbs and flows to either side, and you feel the presence of the Nimborites, as they are there, um, keeps violent measures down. Not oppressively, but people are reminded, like, we're here as one, remember the sacrifices being made, um, and uh, that... If there is violence, you hear people, you've kind of picked up on that. It gets taken care of. Not in the way that you would think of. I'm assuming they get arrested and taken in. Uh, they are brought before the penance pit. Yeah. And it is there where they are judged. Yeah. Um, um, you get the general sense that there is a heavy divide on cleric and divine magic, but generally most uh, everyone in the field ward is anti-magic. Okay. Uh, she will basically spend the, the evening going over that stuff. Um, she'll get a room for the evening, um, tips well, um, and just sort of, uh, sort of picking up people's vibes, gathering information, and the next morning she'll head back. Okay. Um, and again, it was in the morning where you saw yes. that live debate. Yes. Um, but before you arrive, what is everyone else doing? Um, <clears throat> probably just uh, going to Benley whenever we get up and around. Mm -hmm. and just being like, so what are we doing? Um. Well, I um, heard a little bit of V's conversation with Harold. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of screaming. But just the screaming parts. <laughs> Her yeah. room's right above ours, like, the conjoined. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. I didn't roll for stealth. <laughs> I just heard vague, loud noises and assumed V was not in a, in a good way. Yeah, I, I think it's very clear that eventually this man will have to die. Oh, absolutely. Like, no doubt about it. Um, the thing that we're all going to have to decide, though, is... Or rather, the thing we need to understand is that right now, Voss is a great man. Hmm. He's a savior, he's a helper, he's a protector. His death will make him a martyr. We have to decide if the people of this city view us as comrades or murderers. I'm... I'm not sure. 
how capable I'm going to be as being seen as a comrade. How capable are you with people thinking you've abandoned them twice? Hmm. Because that's what people tend to not understand about this cult. What well, is a cult? <laughs> He's got a cult. I know. Been a there. Secular cult. Yeah, they happen. I. One of the heroes of my world. Such a kind man. He made mead. Hmm. Just a big, fluffy polar bear with the blue and purple flecks through his fur. He was so kind and so sweet, and he took care of all of us when the world was in absolute shambles after everything. He let gods fight adventures, and that's what fucking happens. He gave us all a place to go, a place to eat, a place to be safe and happy, but... Well, he's a caretaker first and foremost, and... I don't know how much you know about gardening, but... The longer you garden the more you start to see weeds, the more you start to pull up weeds, and then, well, if you're pulling up weeds, you might as well pull up the dandelions. If you're pulling up the dandelions, you might as well pull up the roses that don't bloom as much, and soon you're... Pulling your whole garden to nothing. That's what happens. People like this, sometimes they start out as assholes and bastards and... Who cares on that front? What matters is they started out being everything these people needed and everything they could have hoped for and the only hope that they truly had, but it all ends the same. He has to die, but we can't forget the people who, for no fault of their own, truly believe in him. I think that's the part I struggle with. Honestly. And that may reaffirm his whole point about magic users, but I mean, I don't. I know haven't thought about them. I don't know I if left. you recall. I yelled at all of you for leaving Waterdeep when we did, because mm -hmm. I knew this would happen, because this is what happened to us. When civilians get their whole lives uprooted and destroyed, you know what happens. People like Voss, that happens. And then if you kill Voss with no thought for what you're doing next, you know what happens? Worse than Voss. Hmm. You get the people who don't care if they help, but they can act like it. And then if you get rid of that person, you get the people that really don't care what they're doing at all. You can't just kill Voss without thinking about the people. Because no matter what, they need someone. Right now, they need him. Yeah, I just... Th there isn't anyone else for Waterdeep other than Laurel, and... I don't know. The, I'm not if they were on the same side, they would be together, if you know what I mean. I'm not saying we have the answer right now. Hmm. But I'm saying we can't lose sight of it. Because... I've been there. Everyone is truly happy. People are truly safe. They're truly feeling good for the first time. And if we're going to take that away from them, 
If we we're going to, to leave better. them again, we have to make it better, yes. We can't just keep constantly abandoning the people of Waterdeep for shitty men to come in and scoop them up. Voss You're is a right. lesson to us all. You're right. That's why I'm hoping to talk to Laurel for next steps, because we obviously have to kill Manchun first. Oh, 100%. And then we have to kill Nam. Mm-hmm. And then we have to kill Voss. And then we have to leave again. And we can't do that without doing it correctly. Without letting our emotions get the better of us. I'm not sure. My, my, I'm a little bit of a, a mess this morning. Would you actually... This is going to be an odd request. Would you check something for me? What is it? Karina's going to hike up her skirt oh. uh, to her hip, kind of like, for lack of a better term, where my little pony cutie marks are. Finley's <laughs> uh, her flank. Yeah, yeah, her flank. Finley's face flushes, uh, and she says, I'm a doctor. Uh, so Karina has a brand on her hip of a bee. A cutie mark. Sort of. <laughs> Not so cute. <laughs> um, does it look like a bee still is what she's going to ask the her. The brand is unchanged. It looks like a bee. I. Well, damn, yeah, of all bee. the things that changed. Like, <laughs> That's a letter B, not a... No, it's a bumblebee. Uh, okay. it's, a bumblebee. <laughs> it's a bumblebee. Okay. Does he have pollen on his butt? No. Okay. <laughs> it's an oppressive, angry bee. Ah. It's Bumble? A, it's a it's a mead making bee. It's a honey bee. <laughs> well, but perhaps that's what people like Voss do. That? When when they don't want their workers to stray from the hive. Ah. I hope it doesn't get to that point anytime soon. And there's a it's at this moment, Vinley, that there's that little bit of spark of remembrance as you remember the brand on Voss's finger of what the reforged ring did to him. I'm just saying we gotta be careful. I am worried about him escalating because, I mean, he's basically following his own version of the Reforged Rings Manifesto, except enslaving, he's giving them the choice to put themselves under him. He'll give them a choice until he feels like they're not choosing right. I need breakfast. Yeah. And a breakfast wine. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I'll have a martini. <laughs> and Look. a piece of toast. Look, don't judge people who drink martinis for breakfast, okay? Uh, be, it's breakfast and a piece of toast. <laughs> What's a number at 8 a.m.? 
Uh, amazing. I mean, if it's an espresso martini, it's no different than drinking coffee. <laughs> it's no different. Huh. <laughs> so, uh. V comes downstairs, gets her espresso martini, <laughs> and a piece of toast. <laughs> Not as buttered. As as Very yeah, sus. As breakfast is mentioned, Petunia's like, on cue, you know, hobbling <laughs> down the stairs. Her buns are a little askew, but they're they're good. They're cool. V plops down next to y'all. I guess you two, and I guess Petunia sits down. Just kind of turns to Vinley, but really no one in particular. And just goes. <laughs> so like, how do you just like learn magic? <laughs> That's a complicated question. Do you wake up one day and do it? You gotta go Some to school. There's a lot of different school. kinds of magic. Exactly. Mine yeah. was just plants just started talking to me one day, and I went, "Well, oh, fuck, that's weird. Okay, so it's either one Mine day like your nash- plants talk to you, and it's uh-huh. one day. Or over the series of years and years of practice and study and hard work, you learn how to do and manipulate the weave around you that already exists. So did you have natural magic ability before, or did you have to go through school first to get it? Well, I'm an elf, so... Okay, how about you, Petunia? I had to go to school for it. I um, I didn't get accepted to the one I immediately wanted to go to, but I did get to study in a decent academic uh, environment. How much did that cost? Oh. Uh, <laughs> y'all throw her a bone. <laughs> I don't even know if Ray would know that question. The cost of what? Going to her magic going school. To school. The tuition. It's, the tuition for her going to school was it, like I guess what I would assume I mean, to it's, be. Yeah, it's up there. It's pricey. Yeah. Okay. Did your other sisters get to go to school for magic? Uh, none of them. None of them have shown interest, from what I understand. Rosilla doesn't care about magic at all. Uh, Marigold seems to be pretty content with what she's doing. I don't think Daisy and Lily are even thinking about education right now. They're too. They're too having too much fun. Being children. Why did you care about magic? Well, I guess to me it was no more different than someone taking interest in a certain science or a certain line of arithmetic. It was just a, a topic that fascinated me, especially divination. I, I liked the idea of being able to know just a little bit more than what you originally once thought. It it, make, it makes you think a lot. It's very um it's very thrilling. I like the I like the thrill of the the new things that I learned and it's just like any other school subject. I like to learn. Okay. So I mean obviously I mostly had private tutors, but I did have moments growing up in which I did attend academies and schools, and there's like basic knowledge classes, and then there's like your expert, I like this topic classes. Mm -hmm. Okay, is, so I know that in some places there's basic level schools that don't really cost anything. Is there an equivalent for magic? Is there basic level magic? There used to be in Waterdeep. <laughs> I Depends on where you are. 
so you um, would know that a lot of people learn rudimentary magics like cantrips most of the time something along the lines of mending prestidigitation um, and the like uh, by just personal endeavors and like coming across a book that um, might have some arcane knowledge in it and not everyone can decipher these right. arcane knowledges. Uh, does when, everyone has access to the books? A lot of times it is Are either... They in public libraries? Not really in public libraries. I would say Petunia probably stumbled upon hers first while working at the Bookworm's Treasure, finding, um, you know, inspiration to follow the paths that she was interested in and then moving forward into becoming part of the Blackstaff Academy. Um, they, uh, there are certain things that are locked away from, uh, the common people because even cantrips can be destructive Mm -hmm. and it, a lot of schools, you have to prove yourself to be, um, yeah, cognizant of responsibility, uh, instead of someone that is just going for power. Which makes sense at the paywall. So, yes, well, there's places like Candlekeep that will turn their nose up at you if you don't have a perfect score in this or that, but never mind them. I didn't want to go there anyway. Uh, and Petunia... Well, I know that there are families that can pay their way regardless of passing those classes and tests. What was that? Uh, can we canonically say that V would probably know people whose family had enough money to pay their way even if they failed the test? Okay, we're going with that. Of course, it doesn't mean that it doesn't automatically give that student magical power. Yeah. It just makes them... Like, stay the, in school for as long as they need. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is, the pa- is passing those exams is as important as you express. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Petunia and Vinley would know that the cost of tuition, per se, for, for wizard school, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, is because somatic or material components are expensive yeah. and yeah. very hard to come by. And, you know, a... a Magical ink is expensive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, as far as rudimentary magic goes, is the idea of a basic level magic education for anyone who wants it without a paywall possible? It can be, but it would be has difficult to, be a to start up. It's almost like magic finds you when it needs to. But if, if somebody wanted to do it for free that wasn't born with it, you'd probably have to have a rich sponsor. Most right. of the magic I learned... Or investors. I learned yeah. on an island with very little arcane magic. What's your passive arcane and Petunia the same? One Ten. might say a group of adventurers could make a arcana community arcana college. 20. <laughs> 20 and Petunia? My arcana? No, yeah, your passive, passive would be 10 plus, plus your arcana. The oh, 21. Scholarship. Okay. Easily enough, you both know that the traditional way of becoming a renowned wizard, especially for those that do not have long lives, is almost your entire life Mm -hmm. devoted to this. And that is not only just because of the monetary reasoning, but just unlocking arcane knowledges takes a long time. However, as what V seems to be 
hinting or asking about. Is there a quick path? And there is. Oh, yeah. But it's always, not always, it's Almost always dark. Yep, making a deal, yeah. making a pact. You know, there's warlocks, but there's also like finding someone that can imbue magic into you, and mm-hmm. it may not be great. It may, it may be very strenuous. Great. Yeah, it yeah. may not yeah. sometimes say, be survivable. Like most of the people that you would know, V, who buy their way Ooh. into it, mm-hmm. use magic items. Yes. Use mm-hmm. per day use items. And so they, they're like, yes, I am this powerful thing. Here's my seven wands and my rock that summons things. And yeah. oh man, there's. You basically buy. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a rumored story of one. Yeah, uh, right. What is his name? Oh, it, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. What is his name? It's Terry and Darrington. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mark Mears. Uh, Alveus. Alveus, the the most powerful level one wizard. Yep. (laughs) Amazing. You can't make your own Um, fireballs. Corbata's fine. So, (laughs) would you say that that information about the dark magics and deals is conveyed to her? Okay, so so V's immediate response is, so that's what the poor people would pick? Oh. uh, Because they can't afford to get into the school, they would just immediately make a deal with the devil to get magic if they wanted it? Well, you don't have to pick the devil. I mean... Well, I mean, you know, devil-like creatures... And God's, it's more I mean. like a yeah. it, instant gratification versus is this something you want to study? Is this something you want to develop your you know to dedicate, you know your your existence to? I mean, I guess think of all the architects in Waterdeep and how many years they probably spent learning to make Castle Waterdeep look the way it was, or a doctor studying mm-hmm. to keep someone alive for his, in the most dire situations. I just, I sort of thought all night about why it is Voss would want to rid mag- the world of magic and... It's fear. Total. And it seems to be he just believes it makes everyone unequal because the only people who have access to it are exceptional and or have money. I will actually, like, world lore <laughs> knowledge yeah. that everyone would know. Yeah. The common man fears and distrusts wizards and magic users okay. across the board even in waterdeep and even in waterdeep like it is rare to i know we see as adventurers yeah. you see a, yeah. the positive side of it but just the everyday common citizen of almost every town in Faerun, almost every town depending on where you are uh, is they despise magic and distrust okay. wizards uh, because for the most majority of history Wizards keep <laughs> secrets. Right. They keep so, secrets, and a lot of yeah, a lot of the uh, things that have gone wrong in the world of Toril are can be akin to magic, whether it be divine or arcane. Yep. Using this way to go, Thay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Using that knowledge, um, I want to bring up the idea of as music, music, <laughs> as magic. <laughs> What is music if not magic? I know, bro, right? So anyways, as magic users, um, do you believe that there could be a way to make it more, less scary for everyday people? That's what I was trying to do before the city exploded. Where I came from, we had an industrial revolution that pretty much made magic a little worthless, except for showboating. Me and my whole group of people were all magic users, and 
why waste all the components to teleport with, you know, unpredictable outcomes when you can just pay 10 copper to ride a train? You couldn't just pick a place and get there teleported? You could, but the train was nicer. It Safer. had a. It's nicer, it's safer, it has better Cheaper. accommodations. <laughs> Honestly, the cook on the train was amazing. Listen, I, I, I'm just trying. He has a point. It's. Also, you guys is. have no idea what a train is, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. yeah. like, talking about this thing. Like, yeah, he's just like, I did. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's right. I drew yeah, yeah. a train for that's that. That's right, we had we had yeah. that conversation. Yeah, yeah. it's the weird snake thing. Yeah, the snake thing that takes you across. But I don't want to be eaten snake by a snake just to get from point A to point B. But it's one of those people. People are less. You know, Voss has guns, and eventually guns get more common. And I don't like those either. But to a common person, fireball isn't as scary when you have a buckshot. So, what I'm trying to figure out here, as someone who very clearly didn't grow up studying magic, but knew it was available if I ever so wanted, which I did not, um, is there a way to teach rudimentary, simple magic in a way that isn't harmful for common folk and have them decide whether or not that is something they like and want to pursue on their own? Yes. Like magic theory? Sure. That, like was, a- my, that was my purpose in the field ward. I was teaching the people in the field ward, ward how to mend things and how to clean things with magic. Well... That sounds useful. Mm-hmm. Why? If what there's if, a way to find, like, what if? So it, back home, the colleges would have open house days for the villages to let common folk come in. They got to see magic displayed. They got to learn about safety. It was like a like a field trip for people mm-hmm. into the colleges. And the colleges would open their doors to the common folk and let them come in and. It wasn't so clandestine and hidden behind big marble walls. It could be a system like scholarships as well. I heard of Neverwinter offering scholarships. Sponsor people to go. Right. I will say this for the uh, passively arcane people. uh, It's pretty high. What you're talking about is doable. Mm -hmm. Um, What you're more so talking about, though, kind of leans towards those that already comprehend arcane knowledge. Yeah. And not everyone has the ability to comprehend to comprehend it. And it's just it is even out of game. There's it's a certain real quick and fun and all that kind of stuff and it, and all that but in the real world that is Toral, mm-hmm. arcane secrets and arcane knowledge is actually pretty hard to decipher. Yeah, um, it's it's like becoming a programmer. Like yeah. to somebody who's worked in computers forever, it feels very simple and like, oh, this language translates well to this language. Right. And you know, after a while you kind of understand the basis, you have like the, the language structure to be able to like get lots of things. But from the outside looking in, it just looks like a mess. There's no way to comprehend it. And so it's very frustrating. And that's why people aren't generally programmers. That's why people also shouldn't be told they can't become programmers and take the time to sit and learn it. I agree. I'm, I'm just I'm just making a real world comparison. Yep. Right. And that that's is a very good comparison. Also why I think people should be given the opportunity to decide mm-hmm. if 
they are capable of deciphering it for themselves or not. I'm trying to think of the real world thing right now, but in high school we had like all the specialty colleges come and like do a core basic. Career day. Yeah, it was like career day, but with all the colleges. I think what the I think what you sort of mean to say is that you're the fact that he's sort of going Foss is sort of going from one end of the spectrum to the absolute other of we can't have anything, we can't talk about it, we can't do it, it's all bad, when in reality the lack of knowledge of that would probably be self-destructive in its own? Well, here's the thing, if he, I don't know a lot about magic, but I got like the ancestral thing that's just part of a core <laughs> of who I am, and I didn't take any time to learn that. I know there's other people out there who are like sorcerers and stuff where they can just like do it without the studying part that Vinley did. And, um, and Petunia. Petunia. And Petunia. a lot harder than I did. I, I, I'm a lot older than Petunia, and she's actually smarter than I am, so. Oh. See, this is the, this highlights our, our point exactly. Some well, people just simply can't. What I mean <laughs> to say is, in a theoretical world in which Voss succeeds and gets rid of all of the current existing magic users, doesn't in fact get rid of magic as a whole. It will continue to exist and yeah. there'll be less people using it, but at the end of the day, wouldn't those people be even more powerful? And there'd be less people with knowledge and understanding and experience to combat those people. Right, and they wouldn't be able to fend for themselves because of it, and therefore, like, the more ignorant they are to it, the more they can't do anything about it. But if there's some sort of system in place to where they can choose to maybe learn a little bit about it, Maybe that can help rather than killing everybody. And then for our divinely inclined people, this is where arcane theory gets into divine theory in the sense that the arcane weave literally exists because of gods. Specifically, Mistra. Welcome to D and D philosophy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in philosophy. So what V is that if you kill the god of magic, the weave dies with her. Except that is proven consistently to Not be false. True. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do you want to make like a like a school of yeah, some like sort. a public a public school yeah. of magic? I would love that. Just like a school I that people that could go too. to if they wanted, you know? Yeah. And um, like a college for the community. That's like a, a wonderful <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow, revolutionary. Never heard of that. <laughs> Beautiful. But yeah, I don't know. If that seems reasonable to you guys who use magic I mean, and have studied and learned it. We have a lot of money we're not using. It's true. I do. Well, not a lot of opportunity to use it. Yeah, that's right a we. <laughs> now, she kind of looks out the window, sees some smoke in the distance. Yeah, investing is probably not her best bet at the moment. Well, but when everything's, you know, better, yeah. It's an idea, and I think we should definitely kick it around a it's, bit. So it's too. just if we're going to get the people to understand that... Magic isn't evil. Boss, ma magic isn't evil, then I think that's a, a good idea. And if we can just come up with some sort of plan to demonstrate, because I, I think every... I think everybody needs visuals. Education is yeah. the best way to kill ignorance. Exactly. Here you go. That's they have it. to know magic better than they know Voss. 
Yeah. And I just feel like it would just help. And It'll come with time. I will say with what Karina said, though, you're not just fighting ignorance, you're fighting fear. Because the world as a whole fears magic and magic users. Uh, the magic that they don't typically fear is the extremely mundane um, in the sense of mending and prestidigitation, things that are just uh, helpful in everyday life. Yeah, but you know, like, I can make a dragon out of the sky. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. just in the, the, the fact that you have the ability to do that at a whim mm-hmm. is a level of power juxtaposed to the common person that is innately terrifying. Oh, but, she knows. But small, useful things like mending, mending. and turning on lights and... <laughs> She'll touch! And just sort of, like... I don't know. Making up, making a bonfire yeah. in the winter when you're freezing. Yeah, you know, just I can tell you how many times in Code Box helped me studied for finals. I mean, because what you know, about what about teaching people that thing that I can do where I know what people are saying regardless what language they're speaking. Think of, oh. think of the international relations that could be improved. Oh, which reminds me. Hold on. Yeah. You got yeah. Okay, boom, boom, I'm boom. not there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'll hold this. <laughs> um, hold blood in your hand, like. If this is something that we all agree is actually something we can realistically work towards, I think it's something that we should do to try to help Waterdeep. I definitely because agree. they it's can't help themselves right now. <laughs> you know, torches and pitchfork everything to death. Yeah. I think it's something to talk about Vajra and Laurel with. with. I think it's good for us to develop plans for what comes after Voss. I'm not saying Voss is right, but I am saying maybe he had a point when it came to certain education only being available to those with those who can afford it. That's how our industrial revolution started. It was a goblin who was tired of the magic users getting such an easy life when the hard-working farmers and civilian people didn't get any of that luxury. You know, why Why should a family who is trying to go get medical assistance in a town nearby when time is of the essence, why can't they teleport? Why can't they get there quicker when they're most likely to die on the road there? Yeah. That's why people agree with Voss. That's why your mechanical snake yeah. happened? Yeah. Okay. With with that thing, I know teleportation's instant, but... At least that goes faster. We could have gotten from the shore to Evermeet on one of those in maybe two days. They're very fast. Oh, it's scary. Holy cow. Um... Um, but yeah, I just wanted to run that by you guys since you're the experts. I think it's a, a good idea to, to, to not let fall to the wayside. I like it. Um, on the topic of magic, I actually needed to go visit Rashal at some point. I think I'm, we're, we're still doing the buddy system, right? I would love to come with you, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought we were buddies, okay. Well, I'll say when, I haven't seen, I was waiting for Harold to get up. Oh. Yeah, but you come can, down. 
You can come. You can, I mean, you can come with me if you want. I just want to see if there's any cool spells over there. Out of game. I forgot who my buddy is in the station. Yes. Okay. <laughs> your buddy can be whoever it yeah, is. Your buddy, you who... your buddy who is promptly not. I mean, I'm going to be looking for spells too. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere yet, but sure. Well, I'll stick I with you then. I figure at some point I'd show back up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. V also looks for is there still an active newspaper? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, damn. All right. On your second thought, <laughs> I actually do have to go talk to Aiden, I think. You did kind of leave him. I know. I Well, I didn't tell him I was coming. I was just going to surprise him. But um, just keep an I eye out if wrong. there's any magic that you think I would like. I think I could know what to look out for for you. Thank just you. over the telepathic pod, like, they, like you're at a grocery store. Yeah. Like, they didn't yeah. have the oatmeal you wanted, but they do have apple cinnamon. They don't have aid, but they have false life. Is that okay, or do you want to just wait for it? <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I'll send you a message if I see something it looks like you'll like. Wonderful. Thank you, Petunia. Let me go see if Harold's awake. <laughs> Still. Put her dishes away and head up the stairs to see if her battle buddy is awake. Her battle buddy is awake and he's sitting in the common area. <laughs> and he's just buddy. staring at the wall. That wall is actually Biblia. <laughs> battle buddy. That's never hey, going to get old. V has another uh, espresso martini. I was gonna go out to see. I was check on Rachel and the bookworm. Did you wanna? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> He'll stand up. And um, yeah, they'll head that way while she's um, on the way there. She'll she'll sort of try and like three or four times to start a conversation and not do very well at it, Ooh. obviously. And then uh, finally, she'd be like. So, I feel like you can answer this question better than me, because I don't really know how I feel about it, but with everything that happened, and everything that happened here, do you, how do you feel about the way we left Waterdeep? Oh, that. Um... We were pressed for time. We did everything we could to protect as many people as we could. If we'd waited any longer, even a day, then, oh, what's his name? The Lich. Manchun? No, the Lich. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I forgot my coat. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he would have... He would have won, and we wouldn't have gotten any help from ever me. We wouldn't have saved the tree, oh, and we would have all been in a whole bunch of trouble. So we we made the hard decision, and the hard decision we made was the right one. Obviously, I would have loved to have stayed in Waterdeep and helped because this is my home. But yeah, hard not to feel bad sometimes, though, about it. Oh yeah, no, I feel guilty all the time. But I'm saying, like, should we? Yeah, I think it'd be unhealthy not to feel a little guilty. I mean, to be so callous that you just don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, you know. It's just, I wish you could be in two places at the same time. There's probably a spell for that. Only one that makes it look like it. 
Oh, well, I'm good at that one. No, the... Uh, maybe Voss was right that if I had just helped him, I would have been in charge of... But we both know that's not true. He was trying to use me. He just liked the fact that I was better at saying things than he was. He was the idea guy, and I would be the voice. And I always thought that's what he wanted to do. And he's just not a terribly trustworthy guy. I I don't feel like you would have fallen for that even if you'd stayed, though. I didn't. I... That's why I That's why I was here with you guys. Uh, speaking of which... Um, in our weird situation, have you spoken with the others? Did they approach you about everything? Uh, I'll talk to Seisha a little bit about it. Um, uh, regardless of what was said, I just want you to know that the way things were back then, which I guess you don't really remember, uh, has no bearing on the way things are now. I mean, it hurts, I'm not gonna lie, but I want you to be clear on the fact that I have no expectations out of you. You know, you shouldn't feel pressured by anybody into anything, especially not by me. Um, and as shitty as this situation is, uh, you know, do what's right for you. It's not easy to say that. It, it sucks. But it is the way things should be, in my opinion. I think that, you know, I don't want anybody telling you, oh, you should or you shouldn't do anything. Because life is weird. And regardless of how this happened, um, it was the right thing to do to save the world. Just like leaving Waterdeep was the right thing to do to save the world. Mm. There's always consequences for doing the right thing. And we're all gonna be a little unhappy about it sometimes. And that's kind of just feeds right back into what you were talking about. Sometimes you just have to do the right thing even if the right thing sucks. And I believe in my heart that you did what you did willingly. And that maybe we disagree on which one's worse than the other. I think that I think that knowing you, you would do anything to save people. And sometimes those hard decisions have to get made. And that's the one thing that just keeps ringing true about this adventuring business. And I know that you, like Karina had no experience in any of this before you got nope. here. And, Middle child, all the way. And so, um, you know, just don't feel like the past can stay in the past. I'm looking ahead, and whatever ends up happening, at least we're still friends. Really? You know, I'm not. I'm not saying that like it was like this is easy. It's not. But I, at the same time, it would be wrong to push you in a direction that I feel was right for me. You're starting fresh, and and in a lot of ways, so am I. 
that's a one way to look at it, but I did, in a manner of speaking, see a little bit of what I lost and don't even realize I did, and I'm, that, that kind of frustrates me, so... I don't know. Maybe I can figure things out. Maybe I can learn to remember again, and if not... There's a lot of life ahead of us. Lots of memories to make, regardless of the situation between us. I, you know, I'd like to make more memories together, regardless. Me too. I'm realize how much I'm missing, thinking back to how many I have with everyone else versus you. Well. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It just means that you felt as strongly as I did. And that's beautiful. And, you know, even if you've lost it, I haven't. Maybe one day when things are a little bit less weird and the city is a little less destroyed and the world's a little less close to ending, yeah. we can sit down and I can tell you some of those stories. Because you may not remember anything. And I'm not trying to be weird, but I remember every second. Oh, there's Rashad. All right, how much time do we have? All right, we should we'll probably have enough time to get in and out, maybe. Yeah, I'll get a pillow and I'll just be in the corner. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, and as you enter this disheveled, unkempt uh, bookstore, uh, something catches you off guard. There's far less books here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is a, I mean, and it, it could be a, a several things. It could be that it's Voss came and grabbed them or that there's just a lot of people in the alley and there's not a lot to do except to read. <laughs> and therefore there's a lot of books being read. But, as you enter, sitting behind the counter, unmoving, snoring, glasses pushed on the end of the snout is the gold, very, very old dragonborn. I, I got this one. Sushi baby! Michelle, oh. bud! Hey, yo! And he slowly opens his eyes, and you can see that they go wise. He looks past you, Harold, and sees uh, his former employee. Petunia. It is so good. To see you once again. <laughs> what have 
you been up to on your travels? And you see a big grin just kind of reaches across his scaly face. (laughs) As he smiles, a very toothless (laughs) smile. He smiles like a best. Well, we've been all over. I, I would say that we we actually made our way up to uh, Evermeet that actually exists. Had to explain that to Mother, um, but we back we're back to try and help Did the city some more. You learn any fabled old elven magics? And you see, like he's like hopeful and looks. <laughs> Very inspired that you found this uh, hidden city. Well, no. Unfortunately, no. I don't think we learned any new magic there, but... uh, We learned of the magics they use there, which is almost as good. Yeah. And saw lots of incredible things like leviathans and... uh, and a guy shitting on their deck, and uh, and there was also uh, you know a plot, a, an evil plot that we stopped, and Petunia was one of the ones that helped stop it. And you see just like wonderment, just filled <laughs> like, every like all you're saying all of these terrifying things, but uh, he looks at you, Petunia, and says, "That sounds like a wonderful story." make one wouldn't it yeah speaking of stories i have something for you oh really and uh, i came back just in time slowly stands and walks shuffles over around the counter and over to where you are and as he's moving accidentally steps on your shoe which you then react and screech and fall which causes him to trip and fall in backwards into a bookshelf that then falls over <laughs> and covers him in books. <laughs> and, oh no! But out from oh. that, but as you like, try and both try and like pull books off of him. Out from behind that pile of books, opens like an old box, and there's this armillary sphere that rolls out and clanks down all of the books. As it stops, it collapses and spins like a coin into a brass disc of concentric metal rings. And he... And he pulling himself up. <laughs> oh, it is a joy to have you back. Oh! Uh... That's not what I was looking for, but lucky you to find it. I think this would benefit you 
in your control of the weave. As he points to the disc, the brass disc. What is it? Can I ask him? Can can I make a roll or something? Yeah, go ahead and make an arcana check. 24. Um, It is definitely arcane in nature. You can see that there are arcana scripture written along the edges of the rings. Um, and he speaks up again. Why don't you show me what you have learned and identify it? All right. I actually have that. I may actually have that prepped. Maybe I don't. It is a ritual spell and can be cast. It is a ritual spell, so I can work on it slowly. Yep. Like, if you've got time, you've got time. (laughs) (laughs) Harold is, like, sitting in the corner with his head in his hands, just, like, just dying inside. Harold, why don't you tell, why don't you tell Rashal, he doesn't tell me anything, about yes, home. I would love to tell you about Ken's home. Let me tell you a fantastic tale that involves a lot of coconut drinks, a luau, and me complimenting everybody I know. <laughs> and I will do performance to keep Sounds his attention good. for those 10 minutes. Go ahead. Natural one for a 16. <laughs> You're within, uh, within Petunia's range. You know what? I am within Petunia's range. Petunia, let him have it. Uh, (laughs) That makes it a 26. (laughs) 26. Uh, Okay, yeah, and definitely keep his attention for the next 10 minutes as uh, Petunia identifies. And you can see, despite his age, you're... You can see the youthfulness come back to him in hearing a story. I love Rochelle. And I think Harold does too. He just, you know, he's a live fast, die hard kind of character. <laughs> and Rochelle is uh, the go slow, eat pudding kind of character. So. Uh, and what your identify oh, uh, unveils is this is the an Astromancy Archive. Oh. Uh, it is okay. a. Uh, requires attunement, but only can only be attuned by a wizard. Uh, it contains the following wizard spells already uh, when you are attuned to it. Augury, divination, find the path, foresight, locate creature, and locate object. <laughs> it functions as a spell book, uh, if you, and you can encode spells into it. And while you are holding it, you can use it as your spellcasting focus for your wizard spells. It has three charges, that, and it regains 1d3 charges at dawn. Uh, and uh, while holding the archive, you can spend w- one minute studying it and expend one charge to replace any one of your prepared wizard spells with a different spell in the archive. Oh, But shit. the new spell must be of the Divination School. 
Uh, and secondly, when a creature you can see within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can use your reaction to expend one charge and force the creature to roll a d4 and apply that number as a bonus or a penalty, your choice. Oh! oh. Yes! You just got wheels Bro, awesome. bestie. We're about to double up on yeah. fucking ruining people's rolls. Uh, and you can uh, add that uh, to your character sheet in D&D Beyond. Oh my goodness, yay! As the ten minutes go by, she gets more and more excited as she starts identifying this. Uh, it, like, it, it's so much so to the fact that she's the, I, the original one that she wrote is just Petunia getting interrupting him so many times to be like, oh my gosh, this is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, what else does it do for just 10 minutes every once in a while? <laughs> just, just interjects. Uh, Rochelle, where did you, how long have you had this? Oh, that old thing. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let oh. me think. You know what? You don't have to worry about it, Rochelle. We're both extremely grateful. This will be fantastic in helping her in her journey. And, uh, of course, it's always amazing to see you. I'm just going to prop up this Oh, book. yes. That was an old paperweight I used to hold down the mail. Ah, we need to search this man's house right now. Absolutely the best. Lovely. Love it. I guess. I'm just going to lift your shelf here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, um, no, no, let me. And you see just like with a wave of his hand. And uh, Misty steps back behind the counter into the chair. And then uh, more magic and everything just kind of folds back up and places itself back on its shelves. Imagine casting a tech magic in this guy's place. It's just like. stares for like five full minutes. Not five full minutes, but he just stares for a second. He's like, "You always had me lift those shelves every time I came over." I was busy. Oh, okay. Well, it is still great to see you, Rachel. And Harold has just a little bit more respect for him. It's like. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to look at while you're here? Yeah, Petunia would make a would make some sort of not cursory, but she'd make a she'd take a good look around for something that she might think Vinley would appreciate. Yeah, and Harold will just ask. He's like, uh, Rochelle, I can't help but notice all the books are gone. What gives? I lost them. Oh no! You see, he can't hold it as he's like his lips are quivering, and he's he's trying to hold it back. God, I lied. <laughs> oh, you have me going there, Rizal. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, more people looking. For answers on how to help. You can tell he's talking about the all the refugees finding their way into the alley. That makes sense. I mean, it's a good thing you were here. People can kind of learn, learn, learn a lot in the shop. 
What? People can learn a lot in this shop. I heard something about an alchemist shop. That's Fala. It is, yes. That is that would be Fala's. <laughs> that would be Fala's. Um and great to have them too. But this is also a very great place to learn. And it's funny, we were just talking about making ed magic education more accessible. You were? Oh, well, me, Finley, and B were downstairs. We were still upstairs. Um, like Karina a, was with you guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> Had a panic attack there for a second. What? But we're about to get the buddy system. Well, I know. I, yeah, okay, sorry. You were upstairs by yourself. Smash cut I to was walking down thinking. the street by herself. Smash <laughs> cut to say shit in the field ward. Smash Make cut to Karina and V going, I thought we had a buddy system. <laughs> oh, God. Are buddies now? I guess. Mm. Okay. No one else seems to have a buddy. Uh, yeah. Ray, I sent you a link. Okay. Or Devin sent you a link. I was like, why? I'm right here. Well, you're not leaving the the area so oh wait no yeah you are because he patrols and you can take the time to look over that while we move on to other things yeah absolutely thank you thank mm -hmm. you so much um uh, i'd say seisha would come back by now okay. um but uh we are going to jump over to <gasps> finley <laughs> speaking uh, as you seek out aiden <laughs> just trotting down, not trotting, I'm not a horse. I'm gently and elegantly trying to walk down the street with Phelan in my arms, Savard, and no, it's not Tassar this time because I really don't want to scare people. It's Ithel, the raven that's flying around me. So they're trying to catch each other and I'm just carrying Phelan. Mm -hmm. An obviously rotting frog with a missing mm -hmm. eye and a half corpse raven. These people know I'm yeah. quirky. No problem. <laughs> no like problem. Yeah, I'm not like other girls. Leave me alone. You see that uh, the the alley is divided. Uh, mm -hmm. Those that know you, they're like, yeah, that's, well, I guess that's Vinley. And then mm -hmm. other people are just like, but yeah, like wide-eyed, wide birth, just like I thought. I thought the undead were not allowed to come in here. <laughs> As you walk by and you see someone go, <laughs> like that's not real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pinches themselves. But while I'm in that alley, I do have my uh, great hand. Yep. Plaque on. Okay. Um, go ahead and make. A investigation or perception roll, your choice. Can I have advantage for all my little friends here to help? Sure. You have familiars help you. Yeah, why not? It's their they job. And take the help action. Ooh, okay. Uh, so a 20 on a... Uh... Oh, sorry. It was a 21. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was Looking for about. blackjack. <laughs> um, no. So you head east, which is towards the cliff that looks mm -hmm. out over Undercliff, the only section of the city that... Uh, does not have an active wall built around it. Um, even the dock, like the docks, and it goes out to sea. You see walls on like uh, sandbars and islands out there. But this <laughs> is there's an open, like hundred foot drop uh, area that you're headed towards. Hmm. Um, it's not where you make it. you uh, make it to yet. However, in your walks, you do notice. 
shambling and ambling of other undead creatures. Something you automatically notice. Some of them look towards you and then once realize, I guess, possibly know who you are, mm. do not mm. disturb you as they either walk past you or turn down another way. Yeah, I just kind of fuck up at him, like, get out of my way. <laughs> another thing that you notice... Are these just random undead that are attacking the city, or are these someone's controlled undead? Unsure as of right now. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Something else you notice is uh, some people lurking, either in rubble or shadows or mm. even shambling. But you know they don't shamble exactly like undead do. Um, but they kind of look towards you and then move again the other way. Your passive insight picks up that they are working with you. You're just unsure exactly who they are currently. Right. Um, and then once I leave the alley, I take the symbol off so that... But you come to a familiar home. One you've been to multiple times that isn't that far away. It's always been just about five blocks down the road. And you look upon a villa... That is the Growlhuns. And you see huh. kind of just working in the yard is that tall, pale, sunken-eyed man whose hair fades from an ombre of black to white. That's Aiden. Yeah. Oh, word. I thought he was the gardener. <laughs> that gardener creature that the Growlhuns had. Oh, so I'll hold up my hand and wave at him. Is there a gate? There is a gate. Um, <clears throat> and he'll wave a hand and you see an arcane shimmer kind of release from it. At least that goes like that. Like, oh, we're moving up. Then the Galanodo. <laughs> God, what <laughs> <laughs> brings you here? I came, to, <laughs> I came to visit you, Aiden. I, I heard that you were patrolling with your undead, and I, I wanted to check up on you. Hmm. So, how are you? I am fine. You can see, just there's a lot of a. Go ahead and roll an insight, actually, mm. just for this interaction. <sighs> Uh, 11. 11? Okay. I've never been great at reading him. <laughs> he is kind of off-putting and apathetic and stoic in the way that he holds himself, but you can tell... He's probably as about as fine as anybody who says I'm fine is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You at least so get that. You don't get the underlying emotions, but you get the He's the not wall. sick, because he oh, didn't say I'm fine, duh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How did you come into possession of this villa, Aiden? No one was here, so I figured if I am protecting the alleyway with my undead, I should reap some benefits. I suppose. I have a question. How closely have you been working with Vajra and Laurel? 
I mainly say out here. Are you... You're not opposed to them, are you? No. I'm not sure. <laughs> what do you want to know, Vinley? I want to know... How are you coping with... You see, even with your leaven, that question breaks him a little bit. Just, I'm just finding it hard. I don't, I don't remember a lot of faces that I saw that day, and it's you just... You don't remember... I play back that day every night as it keeps me awake, plaguing my slumber. What do you mean you don't remember? Why did you save me and leave your friend to die? I would have assumed I'd be the first you'd be willing to sacrifice, yet here I stand. And she, her soul stolen by the power that once ensorcelled me. Who are you talking about? Do not play games with me, Vinley. You know Elena. What I don't know anyone. What that trick, Megan. what manipulation are you trying to hold over me now? When have I ever manipulated you, Aiden? When have I ever been good enough at talking to manipulate anyone? I'm a lot like you in that aspect. Really? The word may be foul, but manipulation you did nonetheless. Whether it be good. You persuaded me from Mercule's grasp with your oh, words. I did, I did that because I wanted to help you, though. Ugh. We both know that is not true. Just like when your friends found joyous calamity and the humiliation of me in front of all of the alley. Well, that was kind of because you were being a dick to me and you almost just tried to kill me, Aiden. You see how those are different things? You were going to kill the city and I stopped you from doing that. And you were going to kill me, so I humiliated for you for doing you that. You did not humiliate me beyond showing me that you were more powerful of a necromancer. It was their words that were cutting and deep. Well, first of all, thank you. And second of all, I'm sorry for their words. If you want, I can get them to apologize. You can try. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing <laughs> on my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> my character flaws, no apologizing to Aiden. <laughs> But I am curious. You masquerade yourself as a master of necromancy, but it still seems I have things to teach you. Hmm? I what see card? how you look upon the number of necromancy you've passed upon the way. Hmm, I have. Are you using every ounce of magic that you have a day? Are you exhausting yourself, leaving yourself defenseless other than the things you create? If you fully exert your power over the weave, you can use it to awaken a horde of undead. 
Currently, I control precisely 56 corpses. Wow. That's impressive. But that's a luxury of someone who sits in the same place. I don't do that. I'm actively trying to help As fix I am I, I am protecting this. You are stabilizing, Aiden. Shall I call off my undead that protect your alleyway? If that is what you wish to do, I'm not here to manipulate you or try to get you to do anything. I just wanted to check on you. I really did. But I see that was a mistake. And also, don't accuse me of having friends that I don't know about. I have very few friends, Aiden, as you can well relate to. I think I would remember if I lost one that day. He looks perplexed and confused. <clears throat> she goes and starts turning to collect Phelan off the ground. Like a mad mom, leaving someone's house. <laughs> like, come on, we're leaving. Come on. <laughs> we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Elena, she had lavender hair. She learned the black staff to be... She was also a follower of Tyr. She wanted to be a magistrate. She was your... Trying to find any word but friend, she was the only one you spent time with at the Blackstaff Tower. I don't... Aiden. She was a diviner, I believe. Oh, no, an abjurer. Um, I didn't pay much mind to her. Perhaps... Perhaps you should spend some more time with other people. I feel your memory is going. It is not my memory that is fading, Vinley. I would look into the mirror upon your request for me. Unfortunately, I'm surrounded by people all the time, Aiden. <laughs> Perhaps solidarity in solemn solitude would do you some good. Are you inviting me here? I would be another person. I don't think that would be... I don't know. You're pretty quiet. Mm. This place is big enough. Perhaps I should just move in here right now. I guess I probably would not see you if you stayed sequestered to the lower half of the quarter. Oh no, I get the upper half. <sighs> I saved the person who used to live here. Killed in the chaos, I believe. No, I think the Groundhogs were killed a while ago. <laughs> also, my dumb ass just clicked who he was talking about. Mm, yeah. Um, I was just sitting here like, I don't have notes about this, but who the fuck is he? Oh. Um, I'm sorry that this has all turned you cold again. Cold? It's you, the reason why I protect these people, even if they are disgusted with me and my magics. Yeah, eventually, if you do our magics in front of people enough, the horror and the wonder kind of dies away. They get used to it. 
they will get used to it. You say that. And I've seen it. Devil has calmed his visual disgust of me. Although his F <laughs> orc hunter does like to sink an arrow or two into them every once in a while if he is bored. That's just Siraj. I guess it is to be expected from lich hunters, even if their ignorance knows no bounds, for the power the weave has given us to wield at our fingertips. Um, just real quick check-in. Do you know who Davil is to me, Aiden? A friend, one that you haven't forgotten. No. He's one of very few people I actually deeply love. While yes, he is a lich hunter, he is an amazing person and it may take him a time or two to get around to people like us, but it took me a very long time to get comfortable around people like him. The only way people will ever like you or let you in is if you let them in first, Aiden. I figured... Using my power to the most of its ability to protect them would be good enough. The road to lichdom is paved with good intentions, Aiden. You keep getting power and more power faster and faster until eventually you have so much power that it can't be contained within your physical body. So what do you do? You separate it. Do you start feasting on souls to get more power to justify protecting the people you love and then you make it deals with devils and <laughs> I do not make deals with devils my bad you make deals with fallen gods and he kind of smiles <laughs> at you besting him and even though those were kind of the words on the tip of his tongue then I guess it's good to have friends to talk you back from a cliff and he looks towards the east Aiden. You may be abrasive, and I may be perceived as heartless, but we, at the end of the day, are necromancers in a world that hates us. I will pull you back from this cliff as many times as you wish to stand upon it. What should I do, Vinley Galanodel? I've stepped away from my pursuit of evil power. I have given up everything that I am, even including accepting insolence and ungrateful resentment on why I hide myself beyond the protections of the Mythal that I even helped create. My undead help protect those that find me disgusting. What more do they wish of me when I have spent my entire life devoting myself to magic so that I could either protect people or destroy those that stood in my way? Why do you want to protect them? Is it because you want them to love you? Or is it because you want them to be safe? It is because of the sacrifice I have watched and the kindness you showed me in saving my life. And it pains me to hear that you do not even realize the sacrifice that she made for both of us. 
Elena stayed at the bottom of Blackstaff Tower while she was dismembered and struck through many times by the undead that hoarded around, while the King of Death stood floating upon above us on high. Aiden, I don't remember that. I, I'm sorry. This person seems like they meant a lot to you. This person meant nothing to me, but meant so much to you. How can you forget them? I, I don't know. I cannot change what I don't know, Aiden. I cannot help you in that regard. But I ask again, what should I do? I seem to be doing everything right according to you. But yet, here I am, alone and hated. Well, perhaps when you're hungry, Go to the tavern and get a meal and sit with the people you protect. The reason the people hate me now is because I left them. I didn't talk to them. I... I allowed them to think whatever they wanted to think of me and continue to protect them. And now you and I are both staring down the barrel of literal firearms, whatever those are. I don't understand them. I believe they called them that because it literally expels fire from one's arm. It can't be that simple. Mm, you, you mock the commonality of the basic person. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. See, this is something I'm working on. I'm working on considering the minute ramifications of my actions. Perhaps you should consider improving on the way you treat people and talk to them. I know it's going to be very hard because they're very he rude looks to at you. you like perplexed, isn't like again, like looking to you. Like, have have I not done everything that you have shown me and asked of me? And you're just like, you just gotta, just gotta do a little bit more. It's like you just gotta be nice. <laughs> You just have to find people that want to love you. <laughs> the, I I think this ground these grounds are haunted. <laughs> oh no, they have. Have you not met him yet? No. Oh, oh then. That'll be something good for you to work on. Keep your uh, mind healthy. My first friend. He likes to be called the gardener, I believe. <laughs> I will try and find... I'll go for... I will remember Elena tonight. Could you... Rem I trust you, Aiden, but I don't remember this person. And I guess I, if I could ask you a favor, would you remember her for me? 
If it seems you are incapable of doing so, I will do that. Thank you. And... But I know not many stories of her. The only one I know is the one you seem to have forgotten the most. And that is? Remind me. When she died. I remember flying up with you, Aiden, and I remember... I remember someone behind dying, but I don't... I don't... I didn't know them. I don't... I don't know them. Then someone has probably hexed your mind. Hmm. I have many things to tend to, despite it seemingly the opposite. If there's anything else you need of me, then now would be the time to say it. There is one last thing. Over the last period of time, I'm not sure how long it's been with all the time stuff. I went to the Feywild for a while. It's a long story, but I would like to tell you in no flowery terms, I consider you my friend now. And that may not be worth much because as you keep telling me, I so easily forgot one of them. But you are my friend, Aiden, and you are welcome to reach out to me whenever you need something. And I will do whatever I can to make sure you are okay. He nods. She bows. I don't see them often, but they are... The old captain and his men masquerading as undead, ambushing any that come into the vicinity. Hmm. Near here, yes. Yes. I was wondering, I, it felt like I was being followed by something. That would be Captain Cray. Then... Do you want to go ahead and come back with me so you aren't alone? I know you have all of your friends, but it might be nice to walk with someone with a heartbeat. <sighs> I guess if you will have me. Always. And he'll follow you back to the alleyway and you see a lot and of I people. And I retell like we went to Evermeet <laughs> I killed the person that I hate <laughs> and uh, like I just tell him the whole story of kind of what's been going on yeah. and yeah as uh, you make your way back to the alley I think everybody the kind of reconvenes at this point in the tavern and I think that is the perfect place to take a break seems right <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Um, thank you all for joining us for the first half. Uh, thank you, Raiders of uh, Adventures in Zen. Um, and uh, we'll be back in just a few. Yeah. Hashtag okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that was a lot. <laughs>
that was a lot to take in. So just, just take a moment, center yourself, take a deep breath, and then we'll go on. And we're back. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so rascally rabbit. There's, there's been a lot of catching up and talking to people in the alleyway. That's basically what's happening. Yep. But um, after everybody is separated, talk to the people they wanted to. Oh, um, did we get a list of things? I'm formulating that list as we speak. Okay, no problem. And uh, did did my did the my the question I asked you did, is it one and then pay for the rest? No, it's at no cost to you guys now. Oh, and it, for any of them? No. Yeah. Oh, hell. Okay. Sweet. There is a transcribing uh, amount of time that still exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, exactly. And the cost of the ink, if you want to... to but, yeah, access but, but, to the scrolls, it's, yeah. it's yours. I'm willing to cool. dish out the gold for that. That's that's no problem. Um, yeah, I'll get you a list real quick. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you all... Uh, Accumulate back at the tavern, and the rest of the day is yours. Oh, what you drinking? <clears throat> Espresso martinis. That sounds really good. It's like coffee. Yeah. But more fun. I like mm. coffee. That sounds good. And then good. she gives you an, she gives you one. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a few at this point. <laughs> I'm going to... And it's just a regular martini that's been precedigitated to taste like coffee. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going Plot to... Plot was a straight Everclear. <laughs> Make a con save. <laughs> what are you doing, Karina? Um, I am shoving one of those, like, uh, like the little notes you'd pass in school that are folded like a football. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to shove that in Petunia's hand and give her a look of, like... Mm. And walk off, and I will send that to you, Ray. Okay. I'm like kind of standing there, blinking, looks down, looks up, looks down, looks up. Because, okay. you know, Seisha, Yeah. you know who we haven't checked in on in a while? Who? That I think is so important no. for us to go check in on? No. Blinky boy. Oh my gosh, Lanky boy! We have to. We have to. Do you think he survived all of this? I don't. I don't know. We have to go find out. I have no idea. We need to go find out. Not right now. I need. I need. I need another martini. No, No more. No more Lanky boy. We can. We can. Oh, we got stuff we got to do today. We'll go tomorrow. Okay. Guys. Okay. If he survives, it matters. He can survive. Look, I no. understand that we have pressing matters, so we'll take care of the stuff we need to do today today, but you have to understand, Lanky Boy is more than a dog. It's true. Oh, Lanky wait. Boy is... He brings people together. That lady together. owns him, right? That lady, yeah, the one yeah. who needs tissues. Well, we need to yeah. confirm the safety of Lanky Boy in the future by doing something about Manchun now. So we go kill Manchun today. Let's go. Yeah, let's go do Manchun today. Towards the door. Okay, we can't just kill Manchun today. We're not going to. Well, then where is he? He is. That's that's what we're trying what to do. Simply he, walk his he's also, giving he's giving a speech today. Also, everyone. This is Aiden. I don't know if you remember him. We I remember you. Him. His speech is 
Is he levitating or are his feet on the ground? His feet are on the ground. He's spent all of his magic. Seychelle so looks down I... at his feet and looks up at him. Mm. We're very good friends. Well, it's good to see you, man. Haven't seen you in a long while. I, but I have seen your work around the area. It's pretty impressive. Aiden, have you ever had an espresso martini? They're a little drunk. Forgive them. Looks over towards Vinley. These are the people that made me feel feelings again. It's been a really long twenty-four hours. Yeah, so we're just saying we have the we had some time today, right? I I have a great appreciation for the fact that V had the foresight to teach me about fun coffee this morning. Mm. Now, if someone had told me. Man, shoot out a speech today. I just Maybe did. I would have chosen a little different. I, I but can, choices were made, you know, we and can, we're here now. We can sober ourselves up if we have to. That's true. Okay, so yeah. let's 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 focus for a second. Yeah. Aiden, have a drink. It's it's on us. Uh, he but, hands Aiden espresso martini. <laughs> he'll go to cast something, and then he'll just be like, "Ah, oh, shit." Um, he'll taste it. <laughs> <gasps> Pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. Tech poison. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tech poison! <laughs> <laughs> right? I want to confirm with the DMs, he's having the speech today? It is today, correct. Okay. Here's my thought process. My original thought was that I was going to send him a letter, but I think we might be able to make a bigger impact the only problem is it'll probably scare the people in town, and I'm not super comfortable with that. Well, I, would, I would really rather not upset the people any more than they've already However, been. How would you suggest we upset them? Well, my thought process was that during his speech, I would cast a major image of the Red Wing. That is scary. Uh, oh. and, an, and basically call him out. Well, is that scary or exciting? I think it'd be scary to the average it'd be, person. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be scary to the average uh, So that having been said, maybe instead what we do is we get some sort of letter together or some sort of message and we deliver it through knocking out some goons. What would the letter say? What's the letter's purpose? <laughs> I believe one of your members is raising her hand to be listened to. Seisha, you're next. He okay. To, he used to be a teacher's assistant. That explains a lot. Go, go ahead, Seisha. Oh, I was just going to say one thing we need to keep in mind is the fact that um, his crowd is going to have a lot of his followers in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we should not put ourselves in a situation where the crowd will turn against us if we want to get home tonight. Why would the crowd turn against us? Because they like me and Shun. Because we're going to crash the stage. No, we're not. Yes! We're going to cause a No, stage. we're not yes! crashing the stage. Somebody, Karina, you got to help me here. We're not I, crashing the stage. No. <laughs> No, Thank we've you. got to be more calm about this. Also, I can if we want to, if we want to put a message out there, I can put a message in the sky. I'm just so tired. The of thing is, calm. I'm super worried that when people hear the Red Wing, which they believe is a major 
crime organization that <laughs> isn't, they're going to say, oh, no, Waterdeep's getting even worse. And but, the only guy who's keeping us safe right now has an enemy. So then what's an alternate idea as the sober one right now? Well, I'm okay. sober too, but you're okay. better at okay. this than me. We show up, we survey, and then we make an impulse decision. Yes! I disagree Woo! with that. Uh, we're going to how can you plan if we don't know what it looks like? Right? We're going to have to I, put them in the hole. I believe it is Harold's turn to talk because he was the one making a point. Oh, oh okay. You, you were saying, what, what, actually, what were you saying? I'm saying there's at least one dead man shoot in the world, right? Like, dead oh, I have there's no seven. idea. Maybe oh, no, he good man shoot or dead man shoot? I don't think that it really... I don't think we have to have answers from other ones because right now, just the fact that another Manchun exists is enough to scare the guy. Fair enough. So if we can find some sort of way to deliver the message in a way that Manchun would, the thing is, Manchun's big on big shows of power. Oh, I see V's hand. What's the message? That the Red Wing's back in town and that he's about to do everything he can to uh, oh. basically take him out of, out of his seat. I thought that was a scary message only you way, didn't want to send. And my thought process is that the only way we're going to settle this in any sort of way that doesn't end with him dead is by having a meeting, which will be the time when Voss, us, and Laurel and all of them jump him. Uh, yes, Sasha. Do we want to get a message to him and make him feel threatened because then he's going to think these people are coming for me so I should beef up my shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, What's I'll, your brilliant idea, Aiden? You I'm just saying that Manchun fears nothing. Except himself. It's the only thing I found. But no, scared. he fears the Red Wing. Does the Red Wing have a way to restore the two him. of them? We do. Can we, we can. can we do that? Can we do that? What? What? We need you, you sober. Think, we need you sober, or we're going to plan for an hour and a half, and then we're going to go there. It's going to go to shit Oh, no, we're not going to go there drunk. We're just drunk here. It's probably yeah. best if you don't plan drunk either, so you don't forget your plan. <laughs> Aiden with another fantastic idea. How here. are you not dead yet? That's a great question, Aiden, and I ask myself that basically every morning while I'm brushing my teeth. Vinley's looking so like like a proud person, <laughs> like, see, you can make friends. Have you ever cleansed the toxins from a person as your paladin self? Yeah. Okay. I'll get you a D50. One, two, three. <laughs> Magically, you're both sober. Oh, so what if we just show up and survey the situation and make an impulse decision? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I, I think because we don't know what we're walking into. So I would like I to say that it would be in poor taste to interrupt a, a holiday of mourning. I agree, one hundred percent. I think what we have to do is make it clear that there is the opportunity to speak to the Red Wing. And well, once you've spoken... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, Karina brought up the idea of using 
a spell that she has to put something in the sky, perhaps we could simply, in the back of the wherever he's giving a speech, because the crowd's going to be looking at him, he's going to be looking out. If we put a symbol of the Red Wing in the sky behind the crowd, it would trip him up and potentially not disrupt the affairs. And then he gets a letter from the Red Wing himself and he realizes that things are serious. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Wait, where did you fight him? Also, I can leave it in the air up to one hour. I assume we're cool with Aiden knowing everything at this point. At this point, Aiden is a trusted confidant. Okay. If he's helping protect this area, as far as I'm concerned, he's cool by now. I, I just wanted to confirm mm. with everybody before Absolutely. I said yeah. this next part. I will not be joining you on your suicide mission. Oh, come on. Where's oh, no. Nobody's, nobody's expecting you to join us, homie. That's I not... am. I am <laughs> expelling all of my magical prowess upon the weave to guard this alleyway. Would you all like... Right, fine. <laughs> he's got a, you know, he's got a job, and he's doing a great job with the job that he's currently sure, jobbing at. Sure, I just at, think so. he opens his mouth a lot for someone who hasn't done adventuring before and doesn't know how much of a toll it takes on you, or how much you have to think through things, or how much, no matter how much you plan, it's going to go to shit. I'm just saying you need some practical experience he, before you open your mouth. He has I, experience in that. Not I, likely. As do. far as I'm concerned... Aiden's a professional in a field that I don't understand. I don't expect Aiden to be able to play an accordion. I can't raise the dead. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is, you know, every, everybody wears different shoes. That That's a terrible analogy. I thought it was hats. It doesn't matter. The point of the matter is we pins. get the letter to him. I'll write a letter. It'll be intimidating. And it's a great idea, Seisha, to have him meet us in the same place we met last time. I insinuated to him when last I met him that there was things we needed to discuss, and we never got around to discussing those things. If I explain to him that the urgency has come back up and that I hint that he can be blackmailed for basically being one-third of the problem with town and that I can let people know, and I've got the same sort of sway he does, or, you know, he, he I think his biggest fear would be that as the Red Wing, I'd kill him and take his place, and no one would know the difference. There's many reasons he has to be afraid of, of another one. We have to assume that wherever we ask him to meet, he will assume it's a trap and will make it a trap of his own. We are both clearly walking into a trap of the other's making. It's worth bringing up the idea of meeting him in the alley. I was, I was going to suggest... Sky letters that say, um, I can do up to 10 words. Okay. Um, something along the lines of, um, I, um, we were at whatever the alley is named. Expect a letter. I don't want. I, I want to do everything I can to keep the people as calm as possible. I think just having the image of the Red Wing. Oh, the symbol. Yeah. That's what, that's what Vinley suggested. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, that's, that's Karina's genius. I... the only one capable of doing this. So here's the key. 
This is going to be a DM ruling, though, because it says 10 words uh, in the sky. Would mm. you let it be a symbol? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's a wing ding. It's fine. <laughs> 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 hold, on, uh, hold on. i got to take 10, 10 ritual minutes to change my font to wing ding. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go wing ding 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, so... Um, <laughs> Red wing ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So, we get our stuff together. We go there. The trick, the only thing we haven't figured out, besides I haven't written the letter yet, which I will write, and it will be very intimidating. Uh, I trust you. The only thing we haven't figured out is how we're getting the letter to him. Paper birth? I... I think it needs to be a message. I think if we knock a few of his goons out, mm. it'll make a better message than just sending. But the problem is if we don't knock them out right away, it'll be a fight. People will come looking and they'll find us. Hmm. Yeah, I could always bring back the red tiefling who works we with the We do have ring. the means to make ourselves look like Red Wing guys, but if we look like Red Wing guys, we'll get chased out and killed. I so, don't think I'm going to pass for anyone else. I can make you pass. It's fine. It's just pointing at her smoking eye. He does a minor illusion in his hands, and he's like, I can make you look like whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, but let's not, let's try not to go down that route. I think if I can get somewhere that is backstage... Mm. and put it somewhere that he will find it as if I can get wherever he goes whenever I want. That would be enough. Harold, could I potentially do that as a rodent of some kind? Oh, that's that's an idea. That's a very good idea. Of some kind? I could get somewhere that, you know, he'd be like, how did they get here? Absolutely. Now, this would be breaking the buddy system, but we've already broken it several times already. What about yeah, Dr. Sorry. Jones? We don't have to send Ellie in there alone if we have Dr. Jones, right? Who's Who? Ellie? Who is Ellie? Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, we, we could send Dr. Jones. I could make Dr. Jones invisible. And send Dr. Jones, and that way we don't have any significant risk because Dr. Jones can be brought back. Mm-hmm. What do we all think? Is this a is this a, is this a good plan? Holes in the plan, poke holes in the plan. I'm okay with that. I think any plan we make is going to be full of holes, so we should just do the one we can feel the most confident in. What are the chances that he would? Is there a... No, there's not. I remember we talked about that previously. Never mind my my first idea. I like the plan of Karina going in with Dr. Jones. That okay. way... We've got a fallback. Yes. Because, let's be honest, familiars aren't... She covers Savard's uh, antenna. Covering Savard's... <laughs> They're not that capable when it comes into a sticky situation. Fair. Okay. But, we could have surrogate Petunia in with Karina to make sure that it goes off without a hitch and they're able to get out. Love Very it. Good idea. And then the Can rest of Karina? us gather in the crowd. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy system still in, is still in place. We're, we're maintaining. Karina, are you able to maintain? Do you have to concentrate to keep the the symbol in the air? Uh, let me check. Yes. So I will need to keep that up until you want me to be a rat or a snake or whatever. Mm-hmm. We only can, need to keep it up long shape. enough that he'll notice well, it, and Seisha will be able to read him. That's right. No, it's, 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 it, but if it's, you have something um, going, I think you can. Starry form. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think is the one I can't. No, yeah, I'm good. So okay, perfect. So even if you have to bring it down, it's no big deal because Seisha will be able to read his expression the moment he sees it, and once he sees it, we can bring it back down right away because all that matters is that he sees it. And if we bring it down the moment he sees it. He's going to be like, how the hell did they know? Because he's not a guy who's easily read. And this we can all just be communicating telepathically, so as to, soon as you yeah. see him make a face, you tell Karina yeah. she drops it. Boom. Have we established We've got if a I can plan. communicate The only thing left is that if yes. somebody okay. gets caught, yes. we need to lead them to V, where V will just pound them into paste. And okay. we can pick an alleyway. That would be exactly. Well. We have we find a place outside that's easy to get get to. We'll all meet there once things are done. And if anybody chases you in, there's an angry Goliath waiting. That's perfect because Petunia won't be able to do much with being right. So we need B to watch her anyway. And this in a perfect. dire situation, Doctor Jones can be a distraction if Karina needs to get out of there. Exactly. Okay. This is the plan. Okay. Uh, you can see like a surprised look on Aiden's face that was mm-hmm. like the, <laughs> yeah. the immediate shift of like this is they're gonna die to like okay but he does this is professional adventuring you have to bullshit it and get all the bad ideas out and then the good ideas start flowing yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes sense how we save the soul tree right <laughs> um, and then he brings up he's like this sounds like a pretty good plan except how do you expect to walk so freely into the den of the beast. Well, I'll be a rat, so... I can look like someone else. I can look like someone else, maybe sort of with the help of... You know what? Maybe, Harold, I should be invisible. I can do that. Yeah. I'm too recognizable. Okay. Down with that. Plus, I'm not sneaky. (laughs) And then... We could carry Dr. Jones and Karina. I could carry them both in my pockets, looking like someone else, as far up to the stage as possible. Yep. I believe I can also disguise myself. You want a buddy? Perfect. Absolutely, but can you change your appearance? Harold said he can illusion me. I can try. Let me see. I don't think I actually have... I can major image you, but I'd have to be able to see you. I have Potion of Invisibility. Aiden? Yes. Oh, no, you're using your magic. What about Fala? Never mind. They might have a Potion of Alter Self. (sighs) Yes. Yes. I can go check real quick. Okay. I'll I also have a disguise kit. We can just, oh. I mean, we don't have to rely on uh, magic. No, it's its the eye is the problem. We can put a patch. <laughs> and there'll be mist pouring out besides the patch. Does so she... you smoke a cigar. It's true. Does he know that you're missing an eye? 
He said the smoke. No, but it's going to stand out. Right. Smoke a cigar. <clears throat> He's got a point. Right? I'm going to go check with You don't even have to light it. <laughs> yeah, I check a bomb. You know. I could just like angle it up. I start the telephone <laughs> bond and then head Oh, the God, bond. again. Can you put another way to do that. It works All so right, well. Miss. <laughs> I do not want to be a part of it. I don't want you to That's okay. You weren't going on Aiden? the mission, so I, I didn't figure you wanted us in your head. May I ask you a personal question? Sure. Your hair is really cool. How did you get it to be like that? I just left. I did the thing where I brought a friend to a party and then I left them. <laughs> That's the perfect place to cut to you going to Bala's. I'm just... Um, and he will tell you that uh, over time, um, it was backfiring magics of necromancy that caused it. And I will motion and be like, hey, backfiring time magic. That's oh, where I got mine. That's so weird. I don't seem to have the same issue. <laughs> oh, he just blew all of yours off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had the, the kickback and just decided, no evidence. Nope. <laughs> then, yeah, I'm hustling over to follows. Mm. The laughing ear. Follow the laughing ear. Going over to Fala's, mm -hmm. see that it is open. You walk in. Oh, yes. Finley. Um, and you can see that they're organizing a lot of things for tonight. Mm, yes. Um, just really super quick. Do you happen to have any potions that can alter someone's appearance? Uh, let me check. Mm. I can help you. You, oh, to look. Mm -hmm. I thought you meant to to make one. I, I have like, no idea how to do that. That's what I thought. <laughs> now, if you wanted to work together to make a magic item or a magic plant, we could probably do that in our spare time, and that would be a really fun bonding thing that we could work on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. Uh, and you spend the next like ten, fifteen minutes looking over each mm -hmm. individual. Um, so this looks like a hair in this one. <laughs> just, just read the label. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, and you see that there is not any current altering self. And you also notice there's not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, but he will. Uh, they will. <clears throat> um, they will will pull out uh, as. You don't see that, but we'll pull out and kind of hand you a small box. I mean, it is oh. very, very small. What is this? Um, you open it and you mm -hmm. easily recognize. There are four potion bottles in there. Oh. And they are red liquid. Oh, potions of healing? Yep. Yes. Okay. Now, three of them look the same. One of them looks a little bit different. Mm. It's got luster dust. I pulled the different one out and I'm like... Is this, is this stronger? A lot stronger. Oh, how, how strong are we talking? The strongest? Oh. That I can make? Ah. <laughs> okay, so we're talking, I don't know. Probably, if, <laughs> I think you've come across this before. It's uh, superior. Superior. That's 
a lot. Also, I still have these on my sheet or in my bag. I don't know if they're supposed to be here, but the lion's mane mushrooms, I gave these to them, right? Yes. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. How did those come back? Go away. They just keep regrowing like mushrooms do. <laughs> it's horrible, actually. <laughs> so three regulars, one superior? Three regular, one, one superior. superior. This is... Thank you, Father. What? How much do I owe you for that? Nothing. Okay. Your time. When you have it. Well, that was going to be freely given. These are freely given as well. <laughs> Gives you a kiss. Yeah, I was about to turn you around. <laughs> Thank you. Do you think Zilpip would have something to change someone's appearance? Mm, no. Okay. Rashaw? Rashawn? Rashaw? Possibly. Oh, I bet it's a scroll. Oh, I bet it's a scroll. Mama Uwe. Mm-hmm. Baby Mama Uwe. I'll just go oh. as is. Roll up and be like, Sup, man, shoot. <laughs> ow! Ow! Yeah. Um, I could ask Mama Uwe. I forgot she was in the alley now. Or just, you know, tie and bind Stacia like you caught her. Like a oh, fish. yeah, bring me in like a, a. But then I have to give you over. Uh. Harold, at this time, you see Aiden kind of look very wide-eyed and confused at you as he noticed and you all see that's there. Harold's shadow split in two <laughs> and in the window, standing behind you, just in the oh. reflection, not vi- physically there. I've got a call. i got to take real quick. It's no big deal. It's fine. Uh, he looks over at Aiden and he's like, and then goes and turns and looks at the window. Starts to walk into the it. window. <clears throat> I told you she gets weird when you're an adventurer. <laughs> uh, and you see them. Oscar. Oscar, how you doing? I am good. What is troubling you? Oh, you know, gotta gotta make it over to. Uh, a guy who killed one of our servers and uh, start <laughs> tricking him into dispensing some justice into him. Not but sure. the problem is we need somebody to be disguised who can't be disguised except through the means that I can do physically and we're not certain that'll be enough because their eye, well, her eye is uh, a big cloud of mist that is constantly <laughs> flying upward. Uh, it's really cool. I think you'd love it. I'm pretty sure you've met her. No. I've never met them. They're Oscar. Yeah, uh, he says that anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to think back because you weren't there during the butterflying. Mm-mm. Nope. You didn't get caterpillar. I did not get caterpillar. Darn! <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you heard about the uh, whole Baba, Baba situation, but that, that went... Uh, Pretty uh, exactly like you said it would. The Baba Sitch. There's much change I see in your future. And with that, there's that creepy grin, and like you see the, the form shift a bunch. 
Well, you know, uh, that that's that's sort of my deal now. That's your deal. Mm. I can help if you need to change others. I'm comfortable with that. What would you want in return? What do you offer? Oh, ho, ho. The ability to change yourself. <laughs> Let me see here. Harold is clearly struggling because he's like, I just lost a lot. Uh, Let me think. I could instead offer you No, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. (laughs) What's, what's something esoteric and weird that he would like? Um, also they. Oh, yes. I'm so, I apologize. Because uh, I always think of them as Oscar. Because I think that's funny that he, <laughs> Harold, doesn't realize. Uh, so, uh, would you like to have the illusion that I use to trick the Baba Yaga? Hmm. I would like something of you that constantly changes. How about your shadow? They were talking, you'd you'd have this forever. Yes. And you in turn would have my gift. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, not having a shadow is kind of, kind of boss. Uh, and it, it's creepy and it's awesome. Harold will look down at his shadow and be like, and you can see right now it's split in two. I mean, it really, it just kind of gets in the way. Half it, of it is my me already. And you just want the other half. How logical would that be? Okay. Done. Uh, and with that, you see, you watch as your shadow disperses into millions of bugs, still shadowed, as they just disperse and disappear. And you can go ahead and add seeming to your known spells. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> Okay, I'll do, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You're a good friend, uh, them. Please, you may call me Oscar. Oh, Oscar, you're the best. And you see their form shift to yours a little bit. Love it. We've, we've had the talk. <laughs> uh, and then they're no longer there. And you no longer have a shadow. Uh, I will turn and walk back over to everybody, and I'll just, well, 
I fixed the problem. Just like that? Just like that. I couldn't find anything at follows. <laughs> Don't sweat it. I've, I've got it figured out. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so he just spoke to a window for about five minutes, and then his shadow exploded into a bunch of bugs. I believe that is my cue to leave. Whatever may be going on here, I want no part of it. Understandable. Aiden, good to see you again. Glad if it's on better terms. Hoping we can continue oh, yes. to have... <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. And I will cast Seeming, and uh, or I will wait until we're about to... Uh, seeming, how long does it take? Eight hours. It? Oh, it lasts eight hours. It it's is. not a concentration spell? It is not. Oh, that's awesome! This spell is sick! Yeah, it is. Um... It is part of the Archfey uh, Warlock Path. It is. Sick. Then in that case, I will I'll be like, well, let's uh, let's give this a try. I gave up my shadow for this, so. What? I gave up my shadow, it's fine. That's kind of cool. What, what? Right? It's like, what, what does it do other than give me away sometimes when I'm hiding? That, exactly. Like, it's, it's part of you. Yeah, but I think more. it's cool. You want to know what is a part of me now? Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Boom, and I'll cast seeming. Wow. <laughs> what does everybody look like, Harold? Because you can literally make them look however you wish, including yep. a... You can wow, change any the number of creatures. Any number of creatures. Don't you dare make us the Spice Girls. <laughs> well, now that you've said no. Uh, can I be a cooler rat? Full of charm goons? Like a rock star? Yeah, I would say... You sort of look like just Zentarum goons. Ones that we've faced in the past. I want to look like Master Splinter. Probably better if we don't look like ones we've faced in the past in case any of the Zentarum there notice. Yeah, I, he doesn't dead. remember their faces or anything. It's just kind of approximations. Okay, okay. Where are you casting this? Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we should... We should yeah, play. that's true. I wouldn't have... I probably wouldn't have done it in the middle of the tavern. Uh... We can go up to uh, Devil's Mansion and f let him know that we're about to head out to. Okay. I think. I mean, do we need to? I don't know. Wouldn't hurt. Just in case we need backup for some reason. If we. He can, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's let him know, but then we should get going. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Easy enough. You let Devil know. Yeah. He yep. does not advise. He doesn't. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of advises against it, but um, better. <laughs> uh, he once you say that you have the ability to change how you look, um, he says that's good because he lists off a, <laughs> a laundry list of people that have wanted posters throughout the city. Mm. Laurel, Vajra, Renair, Salazar, Maloon, Mert, Dernan, Voss, Istrid, any automaton, the Black Viper, every single one of you, minus Karina, wow. all of the Doom Raiders, and any Red Wing. Ooh, yeah, I made an impact on his ass. All right, <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, is Petunia also wanted? Mm. I was there. No, Petunia would. Uh, you were there, but you weren't a part You're of a the. Oh, yeah. You were. You were a hag. I was a hag. Yeah, and you were never a part of the any direct uh, attacks against mm -hmm. Manchun. So no, uh, Petunia and Karina both are not on that list. 
All right, then let's, let's head over there. Let's let's get this done real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Come How on. are you getting over there? Are you just getting outside of uh, the North Ward and then doing the see me in, in a back alleyway? Or are you see doing uh, some sewers? Ooh. I think sewers is safer. I because agree. Because then, then we run less chance of running into a monster. Give me just yeah. a minute. And I pull out the map and <laughs> plot a path. Okay, we're good. Perfect. Okay. okay cool. And yeah. I'll seeming us when we're in the sewers. Uh, once again, you run into you run into the guild of thorns, um, and hello. For brevity's sake, we'll explain what's going on, and they will yep. actually you you chart a course. Yeah. But they tell you you can't go that way. You can't do that. Sorry, because where you're going to come up is going to be right in the middle of something that you don't want to come <laughs> up into the middle of. Uh, and we'll take you to a way that they have a way in and out of the sea ward okay. that you can get in without being seen, even if you are disguised. But it's the sea ward. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sorry, continue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, write, mark that down Fisha, on your... Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, and uh, the... It's a, like lanky uh wood elf uh who is leading you is he young i mean he's an elf so would you call him hard. a boy no okay <laughs> you learn his name is lynn okay oh <laughs> okay so. all right uh yeah we'll we'll step out wherever they lead us um you will come out in the courtyard of the well um before we leave i take off my usual plate you and oh because the spell comes. yeah it covers okay. equipment too okay you literally and harold can explain this Damn. like you if you want to start to to do that he's like you don't have to it'll literally okay. change everything about yeah. you even down to the smell okay. clothing armor weapons and equipment is all covered in this that's awesome okay Right yeah, it's, it's worth out. losing a shadow for. We you all know the area that you are at very well. As this um, opens, like, this opens up at the street, at the conflict you had with the drow when you came to protect Renair as you are across the street from um, the Brandard Hall Villa. You know that the if you go down to Jolthoon Street, that about mm, somewhere between seven and ten blocks away is the Field of Triumph. Okay. This also gives you some street visibility as mm -hmm. these thugs and things of that nature, yeah. so you're not just popping up directly where you need to be. Yeah. Um, and with the seeming, nobody, nobody stops you. Awesome. Hot damn. Woo! Nope. I like the idea that Seisha and Vinley's forms look like, like, Centaurum thuggy versions of like cottagecore lesbians. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and V can be a, a foot shorter with the seeming, if you so wished, or a foot taller. If you wanted to make a. Yeah, I think V a foot shorter. Yeah, let's be a little closer to six feet. Yeah. yeah. It's a good height. It's a good height. Yep. Six um, five, but still. Is anybody any special races, or are they all humans, or? Um, 
What, what do I have? I seen Zatarum as multiple races. They're, they've been just about everything, yeah. Um, so you notice that most of them are human, but then again, m- the majority population of the world is human. Is human. Mm-hmm. So it's sure. just statistics. So yeah, Sage is human. Vinley's half elf because it's funny, and uh, <laughs> uh, V is a uh, furbolg. Yeah. Uh, Karina is rat. No, you can't rat yet. You gotta cast the uh, sky spell first. And then I'll put you in my pocket. Make me tall. Okay, I, I make I make Karina a foot taller, <laughs> and I make Karina uh, a human. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Minotaur. All right, right, Minotaur. Right. Uh, lizard folk. There we foot, go. A five foot tall and then, Minotaur. Uh, for Petunia, taller, shorter. Taller. Taller. Okay. Foot taller. Everyone wants to be uh, taller except me. And dwarven. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and you just kind of like scale her, like you take the the, the corner <laughs> and just kind of do that with her with her size. Yeah, and I guess I'm a full elf because it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this includes any creature, so if you wanted Savard to look like a flying serpent, you could. Yep. Yep. Wow. This spell is dope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, Love it. And Do I look you... scary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yes! <laughs> oh, no. I don't think you should talk. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, and I'll make Dr. Jones like jet black so that if he goes into the shadows he's not like a little white mouse okay easy enough Mm -hmm. uh you come upon this massive massive coliseum and the front entrance way is this like lion's face that's open you walk through the mouth yeah there are two massive banners on each sides that have the it's yellow and black with the uh symbol of the zentarum Um, You see there is a wide array of people that are gathering around here. um, And there is a heavy, heavy presence of what you all would be considered, what you look like, Zintarm thugs. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also a lot of citizens. And you see also a heavy amount of what Vinley and Petunia would instantly recognize as mages and magic users mm-hmm. just the way they carry themselves yeah, i mean it is like think of the D movie the color like the actual mm-hmm. color like that crowd yeah. that's that's the level that is here Got it. it is it is most of the citizens of Waterdeep that are probably still alive hmm. so <clears throat> eventually you walk in finding any space that you wish to uh to sit it's nothing lavish, nothing, you know, it's just stone seating um, that is like long benches that all in, uh, surround and encompass this entire coliseum. The ground is just a desolate waste of emptiness. You can see the outline of where traps and other things for any uh, gladiatorial competitions would be here that aren't currently triggered. I'm just letting you know mm-hmm. what is uh, visually there. Um, but currently, you do not see the mage Manchu. 
Yes, we're going to try to get as close, as close to the stage possible. as we can. But that has to be after I pick up Jones and Ratrina. Yes. I'll go save you a seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, yeah. Fine. I like Ratrina as a name. All right, so I'm going to go get as close as I can to the stage and save a seat for Venley. And then we also have to find an, a tucked away area for V and Petunia to hide away in. Karina changing. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you're looking for before everything kicks off? I know what you just said, but is there anything that you're actually doing? Slightly retroactive note. Mm-hmm. Could we have made it to look where it looks like Petunia's blind? Like, my, my look looks blind. That way I don't have to, like... Oh. Okay, that's so good. you're always assisted. Yeah. Um, so it's not something that's different. That's a great idea. Yep. Yeah. I see no reason why not. Yep. Um, so that's perfect. So we just need to find the alley. Or not alley, but like tucked away corner of this Coliseum area. Um, uh, probably better to go with an alley. What? Probably better to go with an alley. You guys could have mapped out an alley on your way here, if you so wished. I'm just concerned with how far we're going to need to be chased by guards if one of us gets caught. I don't think we will. But that was the assurance that we wanted to place V and Petunia in an alleyway in case one of us got caught. We could run to V and they could knock her. And she could oh, that's right, out. yeah. Okay, no, that, yeah. Good. Sorry. I... <laughs> You're good. Would you like to help me with trying to find a good place with that? Go ahead and make an investigation check. <clears throat> with advantage. If you or, or split. Each roll that, guy, that guy got an investigation. As v, is there I. anything specifically that you're I doing? Uh, no, I think they're scoping out for the the alleyway to be set, posted up in, I suppose. So. Okay. That's mostly what V's waiting on. Is 26. Oh, 24. <laughs> <laughs> Easily enough, you find an alleyway. I mean, because... Even though the sea ward is mostly still intact, there are rubble and ruins and yes. buildings that Perfect. took damage. Uh, you see, a lot of it is actually to the south, just south of um, the Field of Triumph, yep. where the Sahagwan Humboldt and the Lady Dreaming were positioned. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you would kind of take position there to the south, kind of just off of uh, Dar Street. Perfect. And then, Harold, are you coming with us to the front of the stage? Or are you staying back with with the blind madam? I think V will be able to handle herself. I need to be there in case we need some sort of utility on the spot to fix problems. Yeah. Uh, that having been said, V, me mug anybody who even gets close to you. I want, I want them to think twice about even looking your direction. Okay. Perfect, so us three will get close. Mm-hmm. And I'll carry this. Perfect. This is going to go well. Okay. Uh, and so is V staying behind at the alleyway? Yep. With Petunia's With Petunia? Work okay. body. Mm-hmm. Got it. And um, I'm staying behind for a second, allowing them to go forward so that after the skyrite goes up, I can pick up Dr. Jones and Katrina. Not Katrina, Ratrina, and carry them to where they are waiting for me closer to the stage and then drop off the rats. <laughs> okay. It's um, like a baton pass. Yeah. Easy enough. All of this can be done. Uh, when are you waiting to do the sky ride? 
in the middle of his speech, at the end of his speech, before the speech happens. I think it should be in the middle of his speech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You guys are linked telepathically. Mm -hmm. So I think whenever, Harold, you think it needs to be, I'm assuming Harold, because I'm assuming you're the one who's coordinating on this one. Uh, Just, just, you can can say now or whatever. Awesome. And then then I'm watching for the moment Mm -hmm. he clocks it. Yep. Okay. Got it. Do you want it behind him? Behind the crowd. Behind the crowd for only him to see and not them? Or behind him for the crowd to react and him to look back? No. Yeah, it it should be behind the crowd so that only him and his goons see it. Yeah. I'm just going to let you know, it can't be behind every crowd member because it's a That's fine. I think it was more, I was asking, is this a, I need to like make it display behind him and he has to dramatically turn. Like he goes, why is everyone yelling? Oh, fuck. (laughs) It needs to be in front of him so he sees it. I'll relay to you and you cut it as soon as he's clocked it. Yeah, because we don't want to pay. And then you go ratty. Yeah, and then I go rat mode. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. You're all seated. The crowd around you is just like alive. Oh, I also hand the letter off to Karina just to make it clear. Okay, got it. Uh, Alive with just anticipation, just a lot of exuberance. You can feel the energy. It's like electricity in the crowd waiting for someone that's kind of like. A celebrity. You recognize this feeling as the way a lot of people saw Laurel Silverhand, mm. this fabled archmage of great power that also seemed like a figurehead of safety. And then floating down in of the course. center. Of course. Of course. It's Manchu. <laughs> <laughs> you see floating down. And that freaking bubble dog. Um, coming down you can see all of his robes billowing his black long hair draped halfway across one side of his face that you see is masked currently Um, behind um, a a golden mask others hang at the ends of uh, the tassels or uh, the tapestries that hang across his shoulders um, and you see his arms stretched out like a savior as he what lowers. Color is his gauntlet, his gauntlet is currently gold. Okay. Uh, or brass, or a warm metal color. And you see Karina for the first time you've ever seen from the elbow up. You're unsure if it is a, uh, a gauntlet or if it is a mechanical appendage like Harold's, but Harold's looks very. Gone. It, very gondish. Very. Mm-hmm. I mean, Karina didn't notice it until like a week ago. No, yeah. She's not making any claws. <clears throat> In this one, like <laughs> the fingers extend into claws, and it looks like plate mail. Um, yes, I've he, seen Castlevania. Yeah. As he addresses <laughs> the crowd. Citizens of Waterdeep, welcome and behold the triumph we hold together. It is for that reason I gather you all here as one, for together we will be unbroken. You hear the city just roar. Play along. Well, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, not yet. 
<laughs> we stand at the precipice of a new world where we have the power to make the future whatever we wish it to be. I will not leave your pockets empty like Never Ember, nor will I sit idly and hoard my magical prowess like that of the former Blackstaff and Laurel Silverhand. A woman whose past is just as scarred and dark as the rumors of mine lent you to have believed. I ask you, how many times has this world been left to peril? Where now. only a handful... I don't have to physically do it. That was just for yeah. dramatic. <laughs> and as he's speaking out against... Uh, what people call themselves as heroes, the adventuring type. A describe. Uh, well, do you know the symbol? I don't know the symbol, but it's it's gonna be. Uh, it's fine. Remember, Karina's uh, skyride is kind of like fireworks. Okay, so. cool, cool. So it explodes behind him, almost punctuating his words, but mid-sentence. In mm-hmm. Yeah. In his line of sight. Yes, which would be so the whole crowd can see it and he can see it. Otherwise, you're putting it literally no, we on. we want to put it where. I'm telling you, he okay. can see it. Okay. It can make it big enough it's so fine. he can it's, see it's it. It's okay. Yeah, okay. this is fine. <laughs> Otherwise, you're working. putting it in the. It, yeah, it wouldn't work, so you could see, couldn't see the symbol. Okay. See above in the sky, red and black swirl from explosions as the symbol of the red ring. Red wing appears. He stops mid-sentence. Now. His head tilts up. You see him pause as he scans very pointedly over the crowd, and there is murmurs, whispering, and you see a lot of people stand up and actively start to begin searching. Because I, I will same. pretend to do that as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as well, making a beeline to where I need to drop off the two rodents. Where okay. I am in this alley, mm-hmm. where is it in relation to the crowd? Uh, you're outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. You're not in the stadium at all. Uh, so. You definitely would have seen the explosion and the symbol in the sky. Okay. Um, and you would have at least the crowd. There's so many people. You would have heard a change in uh, like the feeling and tone. But there's nobody around me. Not no, currently. It's just you and Petunia. Okay. Okay. But you can talk to us telepathically. Okay. I guess I'll telepathically uh, say um, nobody's out here. Is everything okay in so, there? So far, so good. Yeah, I'm so far, so good. If, if anybody comes looking around for you, just act like you're searching for whoever did this. Oh, okay. I guess I'll dig a hole in the dirt looking. <laughs> I want just to like, act like you're looking down the alley. I want to continue watching Manchun while mm-hmm. I'm pretending to look. Okay. okay. He, he continues. Yeah. Just you so see you. Oh, oh, he does? Then I'm not. Oh, 100%. Yeah, then he I'm not He doesn't just stop and, yeah. and, and whisk away. Whisk away. He okay. is... He paused, and I was pausing to let you guys mm-hmm. narrate what you were doing. Got it. Now, you see, as he begins to speak, he is kind of more so like slowly rotating, making mm-hmm. it look like he's addressing the crowd each individually, but you can tell he's looking for something that is out of place. Um, and you, of course, and you see that it is unsure if he is 
visibly shaken. He's hidden behind a mask currently. What you know, his body language? Shoulders. Go ahead and make an insight check. While she's doing that, I'm going to move over to Vinley. And I'm just going to casually, like, I'm looking like I'm talking to Vinley, like, what the fuck's going on sort of thing. And I'm going to silence spell uh, in, invisibility. Uh, at, let's see, I think third level's enough to hit two targets. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to make both the rats oh, invisible. Nice. Awesome. Rat squad. And then I go back to, like, I'm like, what, what, fuck, fuck I'll I look. turn and point. And just turn back around and keep yeah. going. Uh, go ahead and make a sleight of hand, but do so at advantage because of the chaos and um, everything going on. And, and, and your subtle... What's Never mind. Name? Yeah, I was like, he's subtle spelling it. Yeah, it just happens. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, he's still, he's yeah, fine. I still got a 25. So. So, <laughs> you didn't, have, you, you well, didn't have to roll anything. Nobody saw the rats magically disappear. That's true. So it looks like Vinley's just walking with her fists clenched. Very Zintara. Very Vinley, stop doing this. Oh, oh she's going to yep. be but sick. What was your insight? 27. 27. He seems his mannerism is tense yes very tense um there's it's kind of like split in juxtaposition of i know i have this Mm -hmm. and preparing for what may come because of who would send send that symbol what to happen basically He, he seems slightly rattled he's He's confident, but he's rattled. That's all we need. Um, And as the crowd continues, most of just civilians are now staying seated. Mm -hmm. You see most anybody that is wearing the cloak and symbol of the Zentarum begins looking and even like picking up people that are civilians, not aggressively, but just kind of looking them over, making sure there's nothing hidden there's um and then he continues i ask you once again how many times has this world been left to peril where only a handful of greedy murderous mercenaries that call themselves heroes claim victory and glory the story they do not tell you is at every end. The Zentarum has been there every time. We are the heroes. We are the ones that saved the world countless times. And we are the ones that saved the city from complete destruction. A group you can all now boldly and proudly claim to be a part of. We together will birth this city into a new age of magic and prosperity, much as the fabled phoenix is reborn from its ashes. And the city kind of like clamors again, but it is obviously unsettled. The, the most unsettled that you're picking up inside wise are the civilians. Mm-hmm. Like what is happening? I know they know the symbol. Yeah. Um, and they see everyone searching and kind of in their 
uh, actively helping. People uh, are getting freaked out. I'm almost there. Our prosperity is questioned and challenged from the south with those that caused the fall of the city. Undead still control the east and the north ward and the city of the dead, and a horde of machines threaten our walls to the north. Trust me when I say we will fight back against those that threaten your safety and livelihood. Detractors and incompetence that stand in our way of progress. I offer to you control of your own destiny. Control of the weave and in the days to come, we will remake new Waterdeep into the greatest city in all of Faerun. No, all of Toro. Those of you with control of the weave, I ask you, your neighbors and family asks you to join our cause so that before the year is done, we will no longer be plagued by Laurel's terroristic attacks and the rising threats to the north. Nor this feeble attempt to scare us into subservience. And with that, Seisha, you notice his eyes glance to the sky. <laughs> the Blackstaff's failure echoes out in that she no longer controls the statues as her hubris is rumored to have broken her ability to command them. It is because of the Zintarum and knowing the weakness of those that once ruled this city that we now solely control the only statue that protects this city. And it is with that power that we will fight any undoings of malicious beasts or gods that seek to attempt to prove we are powerless. I say to you, we are unwavering. We are commanders of our own destiny. We are power itself. With that, you see him grip the sky with his gauntlet and the crowd that is there is again rallied into roars. While all of this is happening, what are you all doing? I'm getting as close as I can to drop off the rats to get them to where they need to drop off that letter. I'm staying at my post. Got it? Booking it to drop off the letter and then getting out of there. Okay. I will use Jones to um, like clear corners to make sure that there aren't like idle eyes for Karina to, to skirt by and be like, okay, go. <laughs> We're invisible and silent. Still. True. True, true, true. Invisible, it was casted silently. Ah, ah, ah. Um, and before I drop off the mice, I'm going to give uh, Ratrina the Vigilant Blessing, which will, if something happens, you'll have advantage on uh, initiative. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Thank you. What are you doing to try and find this location? Where you and uh, as Harold said, are you adding a message with this message? No, I'm just dropping off what Harold gave me. Okay. I am trying to look at where, like, using investigation of this coliseum to be like, this is where he would be, but also 
where people aren't looking. Like, the load, noticeable lack of people. Okay. Because that's usually where his stuff is. Mm-hmm. So and go I'm, ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, I will, in your mind, I'll be like, we're the most professional people who've ever done anything like this. We know this guy better than anybody else in town. You've got this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll give you bardic inspiration. Thank you. Is that a D8, yeah? D10. Oh, big spender. You know, gone up that much. No. Okay. 23. 23? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it takes a little, wit- a little bit as you're trying to navigate this area while looking like you're I'm doing what everybody yeah. else is doing, while also going to the area that they are not looking. Yeah. Um, but eventually, uh, <clears throat> you find uh, an area that you can. You see, there are two uh, active Zentarm thugs mm-hmm. and what you know as a mage user on the outside of this area. Um, what are you doing? You know that what you hold in your hand is invisible. Mm-hmm. So. Um. I do the I've seen Zentarum Zentarum agents do like a thing before, haven't I? A salute of some yeah. sort. Not typically. Okay, then I won't salute. Yeah, you notice that uh they mostly just know each other by Is this like a door that they're standing in front of and there's like a hallway right there? Yeah, there's like a, a T-intersection hallway that you're walking past, and you kind of kind of see where um, anybody of, of importance would mm-hmm. probably be here, um, yeah. uh, kind of like a, a VIP area or something like that within the Coliseum. Cool. Then I will not drop the rats, <laughs> but go around the corner like I'm hurrying, like without even acknowledging those people that are guarding the door like that specific door Finley's going to hurry like she's looking for something in this wing take that corner tight and like you know you lean when you're turning tight and running Mm -hmm. yeah she's gonna lean and let go when she's leaning okay Okay. the two rats okay rats go down what are y'all doing uh all right well i guess probably the best place to find would be wherever he's like I doubt he's got, like, a dressing room. You know, he might have a dressing room. <laughs> I mean, you saw the two guards mm-hmm. in I front of this door. pointed them out as well. Yeah. We just got to get in there without... It's, it's closed, right? It's, it's not an easy... Are there any openings underneath? Can we squish under the door? Yeah, can we squish can under that? the door? Uh, yeah, you can totally do that. I will need. Um, I mean, yeah, Dr. Jones is a, ma- a little field mouse, so yeah. absolutely. Oh, and, yeah. I'm sure uh, you... And telepathic bond V confirms that you guys want her to stay where she's at. Just a little longer, yeah. Okay. I'm stay coming there. to meet you. Okay. Now that I've dropped off the rats, I'm coming to okay. you. Nobody's come by. I will need a stealth check from uh, Ratrina and uh, <laughs> Dr. Jones. Dr. Um, you have advantage. You are invisible. It's not me. <laughs> I can tell you the DC is very low because of everything that's happening right now. Oh, that's so. Is that cute. unnatural? No. Um, it looks like a single. Uh, 
so it's gonna be dirty twenty. Okay. And Dr. Jones? Nineteen. Okay, Ooh, easy word. enough. <laughs> Blow past them. No threat whatsoever. Yep. You ever they don't notice at all. Flatten and squeeze and worm your way underneath this tight, like less than an inch uh, hole from underneath or yep. Butt gets yep, Karina's butt gets stuck for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggles in. Um, and Cut inside to see invisibility as Dr. Jones is pulling Karina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <They> tumble. <laughs> like, like it's fucking rescuers down under. Yes. 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 100% yes. Uh, and you tumble into a room that is, that is dark. Um, there's ambient light from uh, glowing magical orbs. Uh, that you know are blue in and color, just drifting, drifting, yeah. Um, and you see that everything around you is very elaborate, very, but not in like a gaudy sense, yeah, or audacious. It's just luxurious, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you see emblems and things that are all serpent in nature. So is this like a bedroom or like a drawing room? No, it, it would be a, a changing room. Changing. Or a green room, oh, if yeah. you will. Yeah. It's definitely the green room. A room that's vermilion. <laughs> uh, so, because I'm trying to think, I want to place this in a like clearly fuck you, I want you to see it. Like if it were a bedroom, I'd put it on his pillow. Okay. Like so, some kind of, if there's a dressing room, I want to set it like, Right the in the middle yeah. of like, it's I'm thinking of like theater dressing room. Yeah. Be in the middle of the makeup table, like yeah. <laughs> that kind of like fuck you obvious like, because if it's hidden amongst his things, there's too many yeah. questions. It right. needs to be it's obvious easy. like yeah. this got here past your guards. Yeah, it, there's a sofa, and you can literally set it on the center cushion in the center of the sofa. Perfect. Uh, facing up with the red wing symbol. Drawn on the front of it. Love that. Uh, what kind of personal effects does he have in here? Uh huh. Thank you for asking the question. We were all wondering. It is all like wines and stuff. There is nothing personal here. You can tell even just by passive investigation that this is not a place he stays. This is literally just a right. green room of staging. Yep. Um, you got crafty uh, in the back corner. Got... <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm trying to. There's a hole for him to float through uh, so he can float down. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I, I want to take something that's smearable. Hmm. And. Uh... He doesn't have black webstick in there. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> uh, and I. I want to, in my little rat self, over the sofa on the wall, draw the red wing symbol as well. Okay. Just yeah, in, yeah. like if there's like some hummus, just you in this room, <laughs> you can definitely yeah. find something. There okay. is there is uh, some berries, some raspberries. Okay. That you yeah, can yeah. Use Get a little can, raspberry. Yeah. You, you literally just like. Because it's more because she's trying to make it like very obvious, obvious, and also yep. like not only did this just a, this letter just appear here because there's tons of ways to make that happen magically, mm-hmm. but, but this I, person had enough time. Yep. 
to yeah. draw yeah, the symbol on the wall. Rena, Re Re Rena doing that. Dr. Jones was like, okay, I'm going in on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, make the symbol faster. We're both like... <laughs> yeah, you're going to come out of invisibility and it's going to look like you just ate well, somebody just alive. Cutest yeah. little terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> as far as Man concerned. I'm going to give Dr. Jones a little fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> and then book it out of there. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna uh, need you to make me another stealth check as you leave, because you did do stuff while you were in there. So give me. That we did. Yep. Yeah. One more. You still have advantage. You're still invisible. And I'm going to ring ring. Yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna be uh, 19. So I rolled like shit, so I'm gonna take one of my portents, which is an 18, and have a 19 again. Nice. Okay. All right. Red squad. While this is happening, Binley, as you're walking away, all of a sudden, a blue line goes as a vertical, horizontal, and vertical, and you see an arcane door of just magic and stepping from it is Manchun right in front of you. I lower my head like a good Simtaro. Okay. Should you tell him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, ah! <laughs> Fuck. It's me, I didn't think it was gonna be, it's me, it's me, it's me. No it's thoughts, me. just I'm rat. The problem. Yeah. I'll, I'll respond with, I'm on my way. He's like just just by dice. time. Yeah. Yeah. In the alleyway. I'll keep an eye on the onstage mansion. Everybody Is else he still needs on stage? to get out of here because Who? I think he starts using. No. Oh, he left state. Okay, I thought it was another one showing up. No, no, he okay. cast dimension door and stepped through it. Okay. And then appeared in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive me, I didn't. Theatrical. I didn't. Out of my way. Okay. Actually, he said that a lot more. Less, yeah. in, in, less energetic. Yeah, it was out of my way. Find so the insurgents. Absolutely. And he walks. He stops. I'm walking all the way away. He told me to do a job and I'm running. <laughs> okay. Harold, what's your spell save, DC? My spell save? Mm -hmm. Uh, is. An 18. Okay, got it. Um, there is this pause as you say that, and... Absolutely. But eyes just follow you as you go. Interesting. And then you just... You're not sure if he's still eyeing you as mm -hmm. you move. Do you glance back, or do you keep going? Do not look back. Don't look back, don't look back, don't look back. I'm look not back. looking back. Even I know to not look back. I just want to I don't look back. I go, okay. I go to find the insurgents. Okay. Orpheus. Because I was not lying. I'm going to find the insurgents. <laughs> um, Karina and uh, Dr. Jones, as you're coming out, you see turning that corner is Manchun walking towards this room. Hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured like Stuart Little up against yeah. the wall. This is very. I don't want to get stepped on. Living for it. Freaking Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yes. Oh, Chippendale. I want to be Gadget. 
No. Uh, Vinley does say, uh, I think it's time to rendezvous with the outside. Um, everybody, our, our, our mousecapades out. <laughs> one, one second. Mouse okay. Mouseketeers. Um, he enters the room. And as you are feeling it safe, begin to leave. And he comes out of the room. The door slams behind him without him touching it. Uh-oh. What happened here? Who entered this area? No, no one, my lord. No one. And just, <clears throat> there is this flash of orange and red light as you are going around. And you hear, <laughs> you hear, <laughs> <laughs> and the burning, and <laughs> the burning cinders of three bodies being lit ablaze. Oh, damn. No time. Rip. We gotta be in the alley. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like performance checks from anybody that is not invisible. What? Come the fuck Me too. No, 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 no. Oh. You're good. Natural like, twenty for thirty-five. Alley, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I wonder how long it's going to take if she gets her face out. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> look over, Petunia still just eyes warging. wide, warging. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, hey, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like roll for her. Oh, yeah. looks like you lost again. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's worse. Any, uh, do you need a, do you need a, it's not going to make a difference. Oh, no. Do you need a okay. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. Big 20. Six. Six oh. total. Okay. You. Can I roll deception instead? Does Fortin have a, uh, a, a, sure. Have a range? I don't think yeah. Fortin has a range. 16. 16? No, Fortin doesn't okay. have a range. Let's say. You're a better liar than dancer. Yeah. For, uh, for a moment, a couple of people mm. look towards you, um. And, um, but then what something. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Dumbass, what are you looking at? You're a dumbass, what are you looking at? You're calling me a dumbass! Maybe I am! <laughs> Do you want men soon to hear both of us? I you outside tonight at 8. Oh, I'm busy tonight at 8. Oh, shit. Alright. Oh, oh, tomorrow at 3. Oh, Tuesday. Oh. Yeah. All right, Tuesday. I won't forget this. Outside, eight o'clock. I'll see you there. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Eventually, what catches your attention, V, is that a large crowd begins to pour out of the Colosseum. Uh, Some of them civilians... Some of them Zintarim thugs. Uh, what are you doing? Are you staying put? And by pouring, they're not like, oh my god! Yeah. I have... Stadium, concert's ended. Yeah, <laughs> so because there's like a whole body mm-hmm. with me who is still working, I do have Petunia propped up like we're playing dice. Probably could. You know, I'm <laughs> working at this point. Just kind of sitting there. Yeah, and like, I'm just like, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what I'm doing. Okay, you just, 
Just playing it off like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, cool. No problem. Yeah, I have it set up to where um, I look like. Um, <laughs> Petunia, what would you be wearing? Like, what is what are you wearing clothes wise? It looks like the Zentarum guys. Zentarum thugs. Zentarum thugs. Do I also look like a Zentarum thugs? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yep. we just look like a couple thugs slacking it, I guess. Uh, and not too long after, a half elf, a uh, and an elf, and human. and a human, walk in uh, to the alleyway that all look like Zentarum thugs. I immediately forget you're all in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately just sort of like go, I, I'm going to roll intimidation. Because <laughs> it's the it. best that I got right now. This is the best. It's what my character would do. And oh. um, so that's 23 intimidation. Oh, shit. B, it's us. It's us over the link. <laughs> it's us. It's us. Please don't yeah. whoa, 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 Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. You're so I thought you were going to kill us. Yeah, she's and, like, and she's it's like, oh, thank point. God, the best I had was to challenge you guys to some dice. <laughs> you yeah. you were going to rip my head off. Oh, I got to meet a guy here Tuesday at 8. No, let's go. Okay. Oh, wait, where is, is Karina with us? Karina, are you here? Oh, yeah, I'm right here. Okay, let's go. Oh. <laughs> I'm on Zenly's shoe. Oh. <laughs> is Petunia, like, oh, here? Yeah, I'll say, Joan's kind of, like, possessed back. up and, oh, I'm here. I mean, yeah, you could have even, like, blinked him out and just gonna yeah. blinked him back in. Blinked. Let's get out of here. Where are y'all going? Back through the sewers. Where in the uh, sewers are you where going? Where are you going? Are we closer to mm -hmm. uh, Laurel Silver, mm -hmm. the Yawning Portal, or are we closer to we can't our go home? We here to the Yawning Portal. Then let's go back to the tavern. Uh, we do I have mean, to go we, by the Yawning Portal. We actually, well, we well, have to go why there. Why don't we just... Okay, well, actually, we we can hit the sewers. Here's the thing. I gave him two days' time before the meeting. Okay. So we really gotta... Can we make more than one of us invisible on our way back? I can. I can, I think. I can make someone invisible. I'm already invisible. Or, well, no, I'm not. My mouse is invisible. But I think <laughs> I can... Wait. Yeah, you can. What? We just go into the sewers and drop the seeming. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm planning on doing. I don't know if I can drop it. Can I drop it? I can always send not, a sending to Laurel. I guess we're camping Laurel. out somewhere. I mean, we I could mean, dispel it. I could. It's not concentration. Not concentration. It that's what I'm saying. There's no way for hours. me to just stop it. It lasts for eight hours. Okay, hang on. Oh, huh. you can use your action to dismiss it sooner. Okay. It's okay. in the spell okay. description. I will, once we're in the sewers, I will dismiss it. I'm going to make sure we're not being followed before he drops it. I'm staying a rat can for I the time well? being. Just feels like ratting the Ratting it up. Yeah, just ratting it up. I mean, in the sewers, that yields yieldful anyone, so. Yeah. Well, that's 18. the thing. If we're in the sewers and I'm a rat, then worst case scenario, I'm not out of place and I can book it if exactly. a problem happens. Graham! Yeah. 23. Or the most fucked Scatter. up surprise round of all time as the angriest dwarf on earth just appears and blows <laughs> someone in half. <laughs> okay, coast is clear. That would be a cool. Right. Into Let's the go. sewers you if go. We, if we can make it to the yawning portal, that would be great because it would give us time to talk to Laurel, get everything square. Let's go. When he reads that letter, he's gonna be furious. What? He already is. He killed two people. What? Three. What? 
He killed Kay. the guards that we snuck by. Oh, they oh. seemed like people. Oh. I, I mean, they didn't more. catch us, so they weren't that great at their job, but let's go. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he was yeah. real pissed. Let's go. Yeah. Um, easy enough. You're able to find your way to the yawning portal, and when you come topside, mm-hmm. you're in a city of rubble. The only person to be around this area is Karina before uh, since coming back to the city. Mm-hmm. And if you were to give it time, Seisha, you, Vanley, Karina, all three of you hear voices, sounds, of creatures that still linger in this area of the city. We gotta move quick. They're not as numerous as they were when you were all leaving, but if you stay and listen hard enough, they're still here. Remember the book? The last chapter? The dog book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's reminding me of, yeah. too. Um, I'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. We were all dogs mm-hmm. at one point. Do you know you told computer. me. You told me. I learned about okay. what dogs are. Okay. Okay. Do you know what a gas station is? <laughs> yes, we have trains. Yeah. What's a gas station? How are those? I can't uh, wait. You look upon the yawning portal, and it looks condemned. The windows and doors are boarded up, but for brevity's sake, mm-hmm. you're able to find your way inside. Um, with Karina finding an entrance, a small way, finds an, an entrance way for you to sneak in, and you see that the the portal itself, it, the gate, mm-hmm. is on top of it. Uh, say it fucking better be. I'm gonna <laughs> backtrack just a bit, and I'm, for brevity's sake, what I'm gonna say is you actually, while you're in the sewers, as you're coming, before you crest up to see this, mm. you hear, there's a sight I didn't think I'd see in some time. Renair? What are y'all doing here? <gasps> it's my boy! We're, we're, coming, uh... we're coming to see Laurel. And I heard you're back. And right, I'll show you a, a way in. And oh, we'll lead you up and into the yawning portal. Um, it is unlocked. Like, he goes to unlock it, opens it up. You all get into it, cranks down. Um... And while, and I think at that point is when he's just gonna hug all of you, like oh, even you, V, yeah. doesn't doesn't yeah. stop. Like there's no awkwardness there. He just, I'm so glad you guys I'll are safe. Right, <laughs> I happen. We're just friends now. It's cool. <clears throat> I haven't. I'm glad you haven't been used as an example. Thank you. Yeah, we're doing a lot. Um, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Let's do it. Right. I left. Uh, pretty nasty letter with Manchun that he's probably just about to read. Oh, yeah, we're going to fill you in on that whole thing that we literally just did. We've been busy. <laughs> Aren't you always? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Order of the Staves and Steel. Woo! The, oh. Little rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's rat Reno. And as you are lowered, you go... Oh, further and further into the depths oh, of this. Undermountain. And for those that are connected to the weave, you feel parts of it being cut off. Ooh, fun. Mm. Not as an anti-magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there are certain limitations, as Renair explains. Am I connected to the weave? Ours comes from will, so I don't... Mine's like no. a family I mean, it's, thing. It's, you feel a pressure, it's not, but it's not 
what is happening is not in correlation to what you all can do. Yeah. Mine is more of like, I'm haunted uh, by my ancestors. Feel, you feel something over you, though. Yeah, something I just... Is, uh, something is being suppressed. Do I feel my connection with, like, my ancestors fading in any way? Um, no. Um, okay. Halista has... There is no trends porting here at all. Uh, you, there's oh. no misty stepping, there's no, it, it is more or less uh, locked. Oh, well, good thing I didn't prepare any of um, this today. <laughs> so we haven't cleared the entire level, but from what we have cleared, um, the main area is this way. Uh, and you. as it crests down into the area where the well dips down, he'll lead you up several pathways and into a large area that has three statues in it. Um, but here is where there are multiple tables set up and you can see that this has come to this is the area mm -hmm. uh, multiple tables, okay. three statues. Um, and there is a obvious, like, there was once a a wall here, secret mm -hmm. passage that has been removed and opened up, and you can see that there is um, further passageway down. Um, and standing there, like around a large table of a very crudely put together map of Waterdeep. Mm. Um, it is like a poor mock-up of the one that Vajra had in her office. Um, you see people have cobbled together things, have just found objects that stand in place of uh, representations of, like dolls are representing the walking statues and their placements and things like that. So um, it is just very quickly... It's like D&D in high school. Yep. Um, and... <laughs> As he goes, uh, he kind of shuts up. Laurel, Vajras, it's Renair. I brought company. And stepping into this room, you can see around this table are four other people. Um, you see the silver haired former open lord, Laurel Silverhand, Vajra Safar, a hobgoblin in a very ragged white suit that leans over looking kind of like just scowl on his face with a very large beast next to him with a hooded bag over its face. Another stark of white that is a coat sitting over a stark of green as Salazar, Laurel, Vajra, and Karnan sit around this as Renair comes up. And you can see just by quick, you know, passive investigation that there, this is set up like a war table. That's what I was say, we're in the war room. Yep. Seisha is just staring at the plinth. Okay. Uh, you can see where the plinth was. It yeah. is yeah. just rubble. Yep. Um, uh, and, and you see uh, Laurel 
look at look at you all and nod. It is not who I thought was coming. Oh my God, it's the BFDs! Oh, hey, hey, guys, hey. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're ser serious mode, serious mode. We, uh, we're we planning, we're planning. Oh, to hell with it! We gotta run over and give him a big hug. And uh, he'll hug you all. Um, you have to celebrate the good things, Salazar, to remind you why you're fighting. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, he goes, yeah, it's, um... You gotta remember why you're trying to be an adventurer. Exactly. I, uh, I guess uh, we gotta catch you guys up to speed. Now that you guys are back in the city. Um, we would love that. For now, we're gonna have to leave again. And you see, Karnan's like, "How long are you in town? Long enough to get Manchun out of that chair. As long as we need to be to help fix everything." <laughs> we, we can't stay to fix everything, but oh, well. we can stay long enough to... Well, long enough before we gotta save the world. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Long enough to kill a certain person. To save the Garnin. world. Again. Garnon, you're looking good. I felt better. <laughs> Me too, man. Over the telepathic bond. Are we staying here for a while? Um, I think it'll yeah. be a little bit. Okay. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I just... And you oh, see... Uh, Katrina. Now I get you. <laughs> you Hi. see Karnan just, like, pull back. I lift a hand. Like, no, no. It's cool. It's a thing cool. I do. She's with us. She turns into rats sometimes. But Celestial only rats. dragons. Lots of things. Next time you should probably let us know. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about it. That's on me. I should have said something. Everybody's a little bit on edge. Yeah, we just came from watching Manchin speak. We're right there with you. Conan, it's fine. They're helping us. You just saw Manchun. Yeah. What information do you have to bring to us? <laughs> well, in two days' time, he's going to meet in a very specific alley. Uh, we're planning to meet him there and try to get the jump on him where he will inevitably try to get the jump on us because he thinks the Red Wing is meeting there. The other part of this is that we had a meeting with Voss, who also wants to be there. I'm watching the reactions of everybody when his name comes up. Well, um, we have received uh, messengers from the field world. They should be joining us. I believe Maloon is gathering them. Wow. So, basically, we left a letter addressed from the Red Wing to Manchun saying, two days' time, Harold? Two days' time. If you guys want me to read the letter, I can on an out-of-play level. Sure. What does Manchun read? Manchun, I, the one who knows you best, also knows your dark secret. It was you who birthed the god of murder, putting a third of this city's destruction at your feet. I commend you for your seat you stole. 
If you want to maintain it without another living the life you always longed for, you'll meet me at the place that birthed your reign and a god at the same time, two days from now. Do not make me wait, and do not waste my time with snow-made clones. I expect to see you, the real you, and I will grace you with the same. I told you there was more to discuss, and the Red Wing always gets what he wants. Uh, do you let that be known to the insurgents yep. group? Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hell, that's awesome. <sighs> okay. Um, two days' time kind of moves up our timetable a little bit, but and you can see them pointing out when everybody meets up, we were going to go over our plan. Is Wait, you said people from the field board were coming here. Is Voss coming here? I don't know. Probably not. No, Voss will want to see Manshun dead. And well, he's wanted to speak with this group for a long time. Yeah. Although, obviously, I would suggest we all keep our eyes open and make sure he's not planning on something against the people here. He sees Vajra and Laurel as the problem. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Or my ally, not my ally. There is much that we must discuss, as Laurel speaks up. But before anything, were you successful? Yes. Do you have it? We need two more. So you were not successful? We got the one we win after. We had to go to Evermeet to get it. Now there's one left here and one left in the Sea of Fallen Stars. That is their next mission. So be it. We can use your aid while you're still in town. Of course. That is far more precedent. And then you hear the cranking uh, from just echoing down uh, the hallways as the something heavy lands you recognize that as the sound of the lift mm-hmm. sounds like the rest are joining us and without going into the plans they wait they listen to your story uh, and then you hear a rough and tumble character as well as another um, as you instantly recognize the boisterous voice of Mert Echoing down the halls as well. And following behind them, you see... This way. This is where we are. As you see Maloon, the ashen, dirty blonde-headed, wielding the axe that you once wielded as her edge. Is that guy? (laughs) And you see behind them is Istrid, the Black Viper, Kaysen and Grecht, but oh, no Voss. Oh, Good, Greg's here. Oh no. Yep. All right, let's talk about uh, killing us a fucking just bitch of a man. <laughs> I'll tell you about the times that me and him were face to face. We drank wine as we no, insulted each other. Thank I you. don't fucking <laughs> care, you fat walrus. <laughs> um, Hi, everybody. 
Can't help but notice we're missing one. Mm. Yes. I, I would imagine the travel takes a lot out of him. Um, the Black Viper will speak up. He will not be joining us. He sent us, and we are to be his hand. He is far too frail and weak to leave the ward. Yeah, we, are we not good enough? Oh, fuck you guys, all right? Come on, we're the, probably the best here amongst this entire group. No offense, Lady Silverhand, but I'm pretty fucking big deal where I come from. I'm happy to see you guys. Um, and the one thing that you will notice is all of them carry rifles. Yeah. Uh, except for the Black Viper, who carries mm. two pistols. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> is he okay? Um, just a slight nod. So, man, Shun's a dick. What are we going to do? <laughs> Okay, you were I'm just okay. going over what you learned from... Yes. You had a meeting, you left a note. Um, we have two days, everyone. Uh, this team <clears throat> here has boldly called Manshun out with the Red Wing. And uh, Renair, are you sure he's going to show? I know what you said, but... Oh, yeah. He kind of made two guards explode just from reading the letter, so I'm pretty sure he's going to go. Was it him? I mean, he got there's, real there's no pissed. Way to that. It smelled like him. He got real but pissed. I feel like... What color was his hand? Gold. Was not him. Gold claw hand? Was not him. That I was, was a simulacrum. He is silver. He is silver. Word will get back. His arm is Gathalian steel. Word will get back, though. I didn't why actually would a, see... V didn't actually see him because she's in the alley. Why would a, but she would have recognized that. 100%. Why would a Samia Lacrum get that furious? Because um, all of them are designed to confuse who the actual Manchun is. All of them will have believable the last emotions. Time, all of them believe that they are the real one. Yeah. The, so last, one, the, the last time I ran into Manchun. him, it was the real deal. I know how to get him. I know how to push his buttons. I know how to twist the knife. He'll be there. Let's say all goes to plan and he is there. We will be there to execute it. But what happens if it is not him? Then what? Execute nothing. If it's not we him, know where him. he is, but we cannot get to him. This is our plan. And Vajra starts planning out um, the, the city. Most of our attacks so far have happened within the castle ward. That's where most of the chaos still breeds. There are still some undead beyond those that are under, I believe, your control in the north ward. But they are true Mercule undead, blood spawn, and aberrations still lingering in the castle ward and some of the trades ward in the ruins of the wake. It is past those edges that is hard to find as find purchase as most of the sea ward is taken over in the upper castle ward. 
we want to take attacks here, 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 and here. That spreads out their masses extremely thin, pushing them too far to able to regroup. That's pretty good. We can uh, lend you back up with our Warforged for sure. The problem is we've learned through time the one place in the city that he may call home. Colat Towers. We just don't know how to get in. There's a, a wall of force. There is a wall around it that has been there since the brothers. I have tried means to pass through it, but even the highest magics cannot pass through it. Do they have maybe some sort of item that would be a key that would that allow is what people? Uh, Renair will speak up. That is what our intelligence says, that there is some necklace or something. We have tried to acquire them, but every time we think we have an agent or someone who, what they come up with is a, is a replica. It's not, it's not it. We're unsure. I haven't been able to get my hands on anything. Salazar says, yeah, and with the city kind of falling, it's made everything a lot more scarce. Yeah. A lot harder to find. I've noticed that. Um. <clears throat> uh, the Black Viper will speak up. Where is it that you said that you're planning this attack? And we'll look I'll to you here. I'll explain where it is, wherever we met last time. I would be expecting an ambush. <laughs> You'll be expecting an ambush, too. Then we should, unfortunately, divide our forces. I do not believe that he will show up himself. We have tried something similar, but um, this Red Wing is the only time that our agents have seen true emotion from him. I've got a way about that sort of thing. And as you point out or talk about where it was that your fight with Manchun happened, Bajra goes, that's not too far from the Colat Towers. If it turns out to be a trap, an ambush, perhaps we can go with plan B. I'm not against that. What's plan B? Somehow finding our way into Colat Towers. Uh. Now, you said it's a wall of force, right? It's not a wall of force per se, but it is a barrier that mimics a wall of force. It so is... you've already tried to disintegrate it? Yes. Okay. I believe it is akin to that of a mythol that was put around it. Mm. Something that the Colat brothers put up as protection years ago. I have asked my mistress to aid, but it is still the weave, so she will not intervene. You don't happen to have a helmet disjunction, do you? Would not work. Okay. <laughs> and even that, that's just rumors. That doesn't exist. Nah, uh, probably not, but I mean, if it did, it could do it. I would think. There, is there a right-hand man, no pun intended, to Manchun, somebody that would might have access? I probably would be, but are you all not coming across anything in all your times and doings? We've come across one amulet that was able to get us from a tower 
and teleport us to another place, and that's where I died for the first time. That's where I, I assumed died too. that he changed the defenses after that moment. He had to. The building burned down. Ah, uh, you... Hold on. You're saying that you used an amulet to go, like, teleportation circle to teleportation... Did you try walking through the wall? Walking through what wall? The one that surrounds Kulat Towers. Oh, yeah, we've tried that. Not, Not since we did that, though. Not with the wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Hold on. A necklace? Yeah, remember we had the... We died. We had the necklace. We went up the tower, went into the circle, activated the necklace, bamfed to the circle in Manchun's hideout, walked out of the circle into the big room. I triggered the trap. They jumped us, killed you and Venli. Yeah, no, I got that. I got that. I checked my pockets. Do I still have the necklace I got from the rose? I don't know, do you? I imagine he wouldn't have gotten rid of it. Uh, you pull out a necklace, and it's got uh, an image of two Ks, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's it. And it does look to have, like, arcane sigils on it. Where think... did you get that? I think I... Oh, you know, I'm all over the place. I know lots of people in town. I'm a big to-do. You know how it is. I'm sure Voss has mentioned it a few times. Oh, Harold, I could kiss you. <laughs> Playing one right here, buddy. Renair just, just gives you just a just slobbery wet one right on the cheek. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. It's good to have you back. <laughs> I look over at Lee. <laughs> uh, and, and he's just like, oh. She's not as entertaining as everybody else. And then, and then he'll like shove, you've had that the whole time? What the I didn't yes. know it was important. I'm not good at thinking. I'm just good at knowing people and talking lots. Whoa. And I will hand it over. I will. I. You know. I'll probably just set it on the table so everybody can see it. But I'm going to keep an eye on Voss's crew to make sure nobody tries to steal it. Got it. Uh, Mark goes. You have to be the luckiest son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. Second, All of you lot. Second luckiest. <laughs> I uh, actually, you actually. Not lucky unless we're referring. You to see Laurel look at you, Petunia. And just smiles. You could say that. Um. Okay, Harold. Um, as Vajra speaks up. What's your plan? Do you want to go with yours? One that you've already implemented? Or do we want to go with the Colette Towers? Or do we want to go with yours? Then if it backfires, we use I the Colette as a back... Yeah. Let's Option. go for a yeah. little bit of everything. Yeah. Option. Let's fuck shit up. <laughs> I think... Okay. I definitely think we try to see if he'll come out, but I, I'm almost certain you're right. He has no reason to, especially with his seat. Before, he didn't have the power that he does now. Now, he has so much more to lose. I think it's likely he'll stay in the towers. And the last thing he'll expect is people just rolling in. And I will... I tell you what. I will be in a position that he will be scared of me. As Kaysen speaks up for the first time. Old Viper here and I, we know the best shadows to reside in. You put us where you need us. And you'll have aerial support, but I like this idea of distractions. Vajra speaks up and says, 
And that is why we need you working with our teams at these locations. We can't sacrifice those people. Like I said, you'll have Warforged. More firepower than you've ever seen before. More than the wands can provide. We're going against mages, not just thugs. I assure you. And they have stardust. Let's, let's, everybody, tensions are high. There is one thing I need to know for sure. Does Voss intend to show up? Voss is not a fighting man anymore. Oh, so why doesn't he become a warforged? Ask him your fucking self. The fuck do I know? <laughs> All right, tensions are do high. Do I look like I'm fucking him? Am I covered in fucking scars? No, I'm not. All right. I'm Everybody so calm. Angry. We have to do whatever we have to do to make this work. If he's not there, he's not there. If he's there, he's there. He sent Doesn't matter. The plan is still going through as is. We know where we're hitting. We know when we're doing it. And we know what we need to do. We have the means to get into this place. And frankly, I feel like our group has had the most run-ins with Manchun, maybe barring a few of you uh, <clears throat> older adventurers. All right. Tell us where you want us. And they all look to you all. And I think that is a perfect place to end the episode. Love it. Oh, this is intense. I love it. We have a plan. You all will basically have free control of where to send what group. And we will get you a list of who controls what team. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Somebody so... call Mark Mir because this is some Mass Effect shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm pretty sure you also have to call in. We need to do ascending. Okay. Yep. Actually, I want I wanted to ask if it's possible to summon people. Gate is a spell that certain we'll people in this in room probably have access to. Yep. <clears throat> cool. Okay, we'll pick up with that next time. Yep. <laughs> So. And I pull out a golden scale on a necklace. <laughs> yup. <gasps> We're calling you home, baby. <laughs> Be excellent to each other. May you always roll advantage. See you next week. Good night, everybody. But that's where we're going to end this part of the story. Trust me, there's more to come, and you don't want to miss it.